0: From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground... To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It
1: is six minutes past the hour. Thank you for waking up, Hurley, in the morning. Let's begin in memoriam Because I had a bunch of conversations this weekend that it just seems like, quote unquote, a whole lot of people are dying. But as I mentioned to many of my friends and many of our listeners and readers that have reached out to me, you're talking about people that were stars for a long time, beginning in the early mid 60s, even somebody that would begin at around 1970 would be over 80 years old. You take, for example, Bill Russell is gone at age 88. You have Nichelle Nichols, and she's a trailblazer. I wrote a couple things about her over the weekend. In fact, I am I am moved, and I think I want to actually do something more than just a few comments that I've made. That just, just this... Monologue is inspiring me to, to do something more about that because what she and William Shatner did, I mean, they broke barriers in Hollywood. Really um, very consequential. Played Lieutenant Uhura, communications officer on the original Star Trek. Had this conversation... With a friend, too, a couple of days ago. I can't watch any of these other ones. I'm not a Picard hater, but the original crew, the original series, the movies based off the original series, James Kirk, Bones McCoy, Spock, Uhura, Sulu, who, by the way, is crazier politically than a bed bug, but he was great on the series. Interesting, my least favorite Of the main cast. Was Sulu. And he is just awful. Politically. Just completely. bat blank crazy. Anyhow. Nichelle Nichols. Always have been. A huge fan. And then finally. Because these other two bigger names. And especially. Bill Russell. And I'm not selling Nichelle Nichols short. But if you said Nichelle Nichols to a lot of people, if you were not a Star Trek fan, you would say, Nichelle Nichols, who's that? Oh, she played Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek, the original series. Oh, oh, I know who that is. So she may be one of the people that, and you know, there are these people. Like I'm going to tell you right now, the guy that played, and he's in movies, he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, played an FBI agent. He was in a show called Early Edition, and a couple other shows. I can never remember his, his real name. I just know him when I see him. And there are many actors just like that. To break through, you to get famous, it's, it's a lot. And finally, Pat Carroll, who you probably haven't heard of in many years, but incredibly funny. In the 60s, the 70s, and probably a little bit beyond that. And she passed away at age 95. So we lost we lost a bunch this weekend. Now on to some of the news, and it's not great. Iran threatening to build nuclear warheads to, quote, turn New York into hellish ruins. See if you have learned a common theme in terms of the the very dangerous world that joe biden has created remember he was going to be honest joe only he's so incredibly dishonest the moderate only no he's not he was going to fix everything only no he didn't so as i said it's bizarro world everything is opposite Trump was going to be so dangerous and get us into wars and all kinds of problems. Trump kept the peace. You think Afghanistan would look the way that it does right now? Look what Biden did. If there was an honest media, he's at like 32% approval rating. I don't know where he would be if we had an honest media. There's still Americans there left behind. Who does that? Women getting raped, just brutalized, all rights taken away. Oh, yeah, we're going to have women in our government. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, the schools aren't going to close. Day one. Liars who lie about lying. China threatening to us that we will perish by fire. Putin has called America, quote, Russia's biggest threat. How are things going? And I didn't even talk about the domestic disaster that we have. Hey, look, I'm rooting for Kristen Cinema. This would be, oh, this would be a fantastic heartbreaker for these liberal loons who know this is their last gasp. I'm telling you right now, if we can survive this thing through Friday and they all go away for a whole month. Do you think these loons are going to want to raise taxes a month before the election? I'm telling you, we've got a shot here, and you haven't heard Chris and Cinema say. You know, the media they, they, they try to pull a fast one. Um, Schumer and Manchin have made a deal. Oh, okay. So what? If you lose Chris and Cinema, you still can't do budget reconciliation. I'm rooting for her, and there's some things in there that she said she will not vote for. I only wish, I wish she was running this year. She's running in two years. It's a shame. You got Kelly running, and he's going to vote for this crap, I guess. That guy's just whistling to the graveyard his political career. I think he's done. But you got to love them. What's that expression? God love you, a Southern expression. God love you. That means you're just a dope. You're an idiot. You're a fool. Clown. What do I amuse you? What am I a clown? You're a funny guy. But they call it and that's why I call them the Democrat Scamsters. Quote, the Inflation Reduction Act. End quote. Doesn't that sound fantastic? Oh, my gosh, you're going to help us. You're going to end the inflation. It's the Inflation Reduction Act. You mean it's not going to be 9.1% anymore, and that's a lie. If you think inflation is only 9.1%, give it a rest. So the Inflation Reduction Act, I promise you, and I don't lie to you, I may, I may make a mistake but it's not, it's not on purpose. It's not me intentionally putting my thumb on the scale or lying to you. I made that decision a long time ago. No lies. I had a belief that if I did it the right way, that God would bless me with a rare, long broadcasting career, which almost happens for no one. I can't begin to tell you. The graveyard filled with people that made it six months. 12 months. So I made a decision a long time ago. Even if I had to take some heat. I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth is I know it. And if I get it wrong, I'm going to correct it. With as much intensity as the mistake. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's not the way we're seeing it done right now. There's some very bad practitioners that are just completely, wholly dishonest. So the Inflation Reduction Act is the exact opposite. It's going to increase inflation. It's going to increase spending, borrowing. It's a disaster. And I report more bad news to you after the break, and I I, I wish I could apologize for it, but we've got to do it. it. It's what is happening right now. Also, and I'll tease this at 6.30 and at 7.30 and at 8.30, but thank you so much. I wrote a piece yesterday morning, and I published it a little bit after 9 a.m. It's the most expensive place to live in America is in New Jersey. Can you believe that? And you made that piece go supernova viral. Oh my gosh! I was so happy. I look at the analytics every day at three fifteen in the morning, seven days a week, and that's the previous day's results of what you've done digitally. We're so blessed at Townsquare Media to have amazing analytics. Uh, the company does not reveal the analytics, but we compile them, and we know them, and we know. Uh, How we're doing and you know how we're doing, too, because you see and you've been very active reading our digital platforms. But this piece, the most expensive place to live in America is in New Jersey. Went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It went bananas all because of you. And I want to thank you for that. And I know it's going to continue to do well today and probably for a few more days. We'll be back. Don't go away. Thrilled to be back. Hope you had a great weekend. I am hurling in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here's Tommy Laren. Fox News Commentary.
2: Taylor Swift and her private jet have quite the carbon footprint. Once again, these activist liberals prove they care about saving the environment, but not at the expense of their luxurious lifestyles. I'm Tommy Laren. More next.
3: The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi. This is Stephen K. Ben, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER
4: to 989898.
2: Swift's private jet was flown 170 times between January and July, which amounts to 22,000 minutes or 16 days in the air. The carbon footprint on that is 8,240 metric tons, an out-of-touch liberal elitist who claims to champion the fight against climate change polluting the planet 1,185 times more than us little people. Taylor's team says she can't be blamed for all of that because she loaned out her plane to others. What difference does that make, Taylor? It's your plane, and I'd be willing to bet you're loaning it to other climate change liberals. This goes to show how little these activists celebs really care about the causes they grandstand for. They are only horrified by climate change when it comes to blue-collar workers busting their butts to make a living in the fossil fuel industry. Their jobs are expendable, but Swift's private jet isn't. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com.
0: Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Thank you. Welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Tell a friend. Weekday mornings, from six to ten oh six a.m., and then we lead right into Brian Kilmeade, right here on WPG Talk Radio, ninety five point five. All because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station. Oh, before I give you bad news, let me give you good news. Welcome to the WPG Talk Radio daily lineup. It's I'll tell you, it's 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 like the New York Yankees. It's a hard lineup to crack. We welcome Gordon Deal, America's first news which began this morning, if you were here, uh, just before we turned on uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. America's first news with Gordon Deal. First light has ended with Friday's broadcast. All right, so we know the first quarter was negative 1.6 GDP. The second quarter was negative 0.9. Now you have the Atlanta Fed and people listen to them. Their initial projection for the third quarter is 2.1. That would be plus favorable 2.1% increase in the GDP. But I remind you, the Atlanta Fed, when they – see, this is why we keep keep a tickler file and we pay attention to this stuff because that's great news. And I'm sure people will be touting it. And I do want us to grow. I'm not like the other side. I root for America. I don't root for us to fail. Democrats, and I mean the partisan ones, because some of the good ones get sometimes agitated. And don't, don't lump me with those crazies. Of course, that's what Joe Biden said until he became one of them. But the Atlanta Fed, at the very beginning of the second quarter, said that the second quarter was going to be 2% growth. And it wound up being almost 1%. Negative. They were off by three percent. Now, of course, as time went on, they did come out and they were projecting that we would be negative in the second quarter. I put a post up over the weekend because I continue to just be almost just gobsmacked. They never amaze me. They never surprise me. But you just almost it's surreal. This uh, changing the English language. That a recession, for the first time ever, is no longer two negative quarters. Oh, there's so many factors. The Bureau takes so many factors into consideration. And the GDP uh, expansion or contraction is just one of them. Oh, okay. Because you say so. We'll go with that. But here comes the bad news. None of that was very good. But here comes the bad news. Not just that on the day we officially entered a recession, even though Biden won't admit that we are in a recession. You know, the old axiom, you can't fix a problem unless you recognize that there is a problem to fix. When we hear the press secretary say it's the strongest economy ever, they're saying this stuff. There is no recession. One of our listeners brought up Baghdad Bob. On Friday during a call. And it is very, very much like that. Baghdad Bob was on top of some roof. And he was uh, narrating for the cameras. There is no American presence in Iraq. And our Apache helicopters. Zoom flew right by him. There is no American presence in Iraq. Iraq. As Saddam Hussein was hiding six, ten feet deep in a spider hole. But on the day we officially entered a recession that Joe Biden and the Democrats still say doesn't exist. What are the Democrats going to do? They're going to raise taxes. They see this as one. They know. Just believe me when I tell you. They know better than we know. It's over for them. In a best case scenario, Republicans pick up 25 seats in the House. It's over. Democrats may keep the Senate. You know, I've been honest about that from the beginning. But the House is gone. And with it, every spending measure originates. Joe Biden's going to be very busy with his pen and his cordless phone, if he remembers where they are. But that's not the bad news, even though it is bad news. You ready for the bad news? Almost half of the American people. So say we're, I'm just going to round it up. And it's probably more, and then we have many illegals that are not counted. But let's just say, let's just say we're about 340 million Americans. Almost half. 170 million Americans, thereabouts, give or take a few, are buying less food than they used to buy because they can't. This is now choosing what you can do and what you can't do. And I've been warning you, wait until after the summer. People are still spending and we're going to have a great summer. I've been saying it from the beginning. We're going to have a fantastic summer. And we are. And can you believe it? It's August. Remember the Hurley in the Morning Doctrine. It's all of a sudden Memorial Day weekend. And then you blink and it's July 4th weekend. Then you blink again and it's Labor Day weekend. Tell me that even in the midst of all this just basket full of of horribleness that's going on tell me this still isn't flying by that that's the one saving grace the biden presidency next time we catch our breath it'll be half over there's not going to be a second term guarantee you why do i guarantee that one he's not going to run two he can't run he knows he can't run he just can't say it now and the democrats don't want him they don't want him any more than we want him. He will not run again. And if he did run, because he has the right to, he can run. Hey, I'm running. Okay, good. He can't win. I don't care who the Republicans put up. Trump, DeSantis, It, Christy Noem, it, it, it doesn't matter. He cannot win, and they know it. Problem is, they don't want him, and they have no bench strength. Remember... We knew it from the beginning. We told you where this was going to be. Instant buyer's remorse. But they still believe it's worth it. Because they suffer from Trump derangement syndrome. And Trump had to go. And Biden was their empty vessel. It just is that simple. They know he was not up for this. Incidentally, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we will visit with our go-to guy on everything COVID-19 Also, my doctor on COVID-19 and on day 806 of the pandemic, I needed Dr. McGee and he was there for me. He was there for me one day before I tested positive because we knew that I was going to pop the next day and it happened. Just like he said, I'm treating you now. I'm not waiting for you to test negative tomorrow. And I did very early the next morning. We'll visit with Dr. McGee on the new variants, on Paxlovid, on President Biden. I'm going to give you a right after the break. I'm looking at the clock and it's 30 minutes past the hour. Right after the break, I'm going to give you a case study, an absolute just proof positive example of why you don't do what Joe Biden did last week. I'll fill that in. All in next on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio
3: 95.5. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network.
1: A few clicks away from 31 minutes past the hour. Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. The most expensive place to live in America. Can you believe it? It's in New Jersey, out of the whole country. How can this be? We've got the story. The Atlantic City mayor has been unwavering in his support for the Atlantic City police chief, now Jim Sarkos. We have the story. We tell it like it is. It's a complimentary piece. And our readers selected the best (laughs) stakes.
5: From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. You might be able to give your air conditioner a break today. Looks to be our coolest day since about late June, but still pretty humid. Scattered rain showers will exit by late this morning, then turning partly sunny this afternoon. High temperature around 83 degrees. Mainly clear tonight and seasonably mild. Little bit muggy, low 73. Mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow, high of 92. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today.
0: Skin cancer is the most... WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Here we go. 36 minutes past the hour. Wide open forum coming up in less than a half an hour for the full 7 o'clock hour. So get ready uh, for your participation, your calls, comments, questions, whatever is on your mind. 609-407-1450. Then Dr. John McGee. He is our go-to guy. He has been... I mean, just spot on from the beginning of COVID-19. He was able to sort through fact from fiction, all the convoluted stuff. uh, And I'm going to be paying him a compliment because he has not been fast to prescribe the Paxlovid, which some people call Paxlovid. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure which is correct because I hear It's almost like near 50-50. I say Paxlovid. Uh, If I find out it's Paxlovid, I'll go to that. But anyhow, he has not been quick to prescribe that. He did not prescribe it to me. He did not prescribe it to my wife. He has on a few occasions prescribed it if someone that he was dealing with had significant comorbidities, and things like that. And again, I'm not saying that President Biden shouldn't have taken it. But I will tell you this. I've been a believer my entire life. You never rub stuff in. If it's going real good for you for a period of time, go, go level headed with it. I think one thing when you've been on the block and out there, put out there for more than 30 years like we have been. I think I have thousands of people that will back me up. I don't get too high, and I don't get too low. I try to stay right, even keel, because here's what I know. At least this has been my experience. I get a lot of things go right for a while, and then all of a sudden, not so good. I'm no different than anybody else. I think this is the human experience. And I think it's part, you have to have it this way. You can't always be sky high or you would never appreciate. So every time something happens that's good, I cherish it. Because I know that lurking around the corner is bad news. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's it's always been the way. One time, I I can't even begin to tell you, one time I was higher than I'd ever been, so many things going right, and as Ralph Cranda would say, pow, right in a kisser. So my Rx, my prescription is don't rub stuff in anybody's face if it's going good for you. You know, count your blessings and understand that a downturn, because that's how life is. It's not a straight line. It's not straight up. It's not straight down. It's like an EKG. You go up, you go down. So when you're on the top, celebrate it. And when you're on your way back down, treat it like it's a slide. Whee! And then you'll know that you're also going to make your way back up. You just have to have the strength. To continue to push on when you're in the valley and, and you're thirsty and you're hungry and things aren't going the way that you want them to. If you keep on plugging. What's Rocky Balboa say? You keep moving forward. It isn't about how many times you get hit. It's about how many times you get hit and you keep moving forward. So that's my advice. Joe Biden didn't take it. He's, I'm telling you, he's a bad guy. Uh, whatever is left of his mental faculties, he's just got. And, and look, anybody that's ever cared for someone that's dealing with this stuff, you know, there's this mean streak. Biden was never mean like this. And I know he's obsessed with Trump. And, and let's, let's be honest. He doesn't act like someone that really beat Trump. He acts like someone that knows he didn't win But he got the win anyhow. You know, David Tiberius in Atlantic City. When they just raised the other guy's hand and it's like, hey, what happened? This guy won, but they stole it from him. Trump tried for years, spent a lot of money on his behalf too, tried for years to get that reversed. But Biden broke the Hurley doctrine of you don't do this. So he gets covid-19. And then he's bragging, bragging that, quote, when my predecessor got COVID, he was taken to the hospital by helicopter. When I got it, I worked for five days. So Biden mocked President Trump and Trump's bout with COVID-19. But let's be honest, Trump had a very significant, hard-hitting Delta variant that knocks you on your ass it fits so forgive my my um my enthusiasm there my exuberance so what happens to biden he talks that trash he talks all that smack and then a day later he pops covid positive again joe if you or your team are listening That's why you don't do this kind of stuff. Now, keep in mind, Biden got the very mild variant. And they can test him and they do anything, you know, you don't even know what he got that you'll never see. And so they know exactly what variant he has because, you know, they're testing that. They can do that, which is we don't get that done, but he can get that done. When my predecessor got COVID, he was taken to the hospital by helicopter. When I got it, I worked for five days. So he's making it look like Trump's some kind of like invalid, weak. Look, he had to take a helicopter out of the White House. And look, I remember. Trump did look a little bit. What's the term? Peaked, ashed, whiter than Casper the ghost color sucked out of his face. And he 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 had it. He had a. Bad. Fever, everything. But I remember watching him, and he put the full suit on, go out, walk onto that helicopter, and go to Walter Reed. You see, that's because he had to go to the hospital. What's he going to do? Take a rickshaw? Is he going to take a bicycle like Joe? Fall down like Joe? By the way, that's a marked spot now. And people take their picture there. They, they lay down and they, they take their picture and imitate Joe Biden. So let this be a lesson. Don't ever rub stuff in like that. A friend of mine has a quote, God don't like ugly. And just like that, Joe Biden looks like a clown. Only not a clown that amuses you. Because he was positive, then he was negative, and now he's positive. I do remember saying that i do nothing but wish him well, and I was happy when he resolved. I remember saying, I don't know how he tested negative in five days, less than five days, and I tested negative on day 11, and I have no comorbidities and much more healthy than he is, and it took me 11 days. Actually, Dr. McGee said it could have been months, and he said if you did some of those, P, what do they call PCR, those tests, that you would still find, covid in it i don't want to say that's what you get because i'm not playing that game i'm just pointing out that the president mocked his predecessor in a very unprofessional indecent way and then bam he got it right back now dr mcgee coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes he's going to tell you about that rebound type Case that can happen. I don't think it's as rare as they're trying to make it. Because I think the Paxilvid masks that it's gone, but it really isn't gone. And then you stop taking it after five days, and a couple days later, all the symptoms are back. And I, I don't care what they're saying, I don't think they could admit. I don't think he's just testing positive and has no symptoms. We just don't see enough of him, ever, let alone now, uh, to know exactly what's going on. But he had it. Then they said he didn't have it, and now they say he has it again. And we'll explain how all that works coming up a little bit later. Final break. I have much more on the other side of the news. I, I just can't. I can't help but think that this week is going to be determinative. Whether we actually, through budget reconciliation, get the quote-unquote Inflation Reduction Act, it's all in Kristen Sinema's hands. And if we get the, the Inflation Reduction Act, it is the exact opposite. It will increase inflation. It increases spending. It increases taxes. Who taxes anybody when you're in a recession? This group, that's who. We'll be back. Don't go away. Your calls are coming up in just a little bit for the full 7 o'clock hour. Dr. John McGee on COVID-19, the new variants, on Paxlovid, on President Biden. I also want to ask him, and I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. I'm going to reveal it with Dr. McGee coming up during the 8 o'clock hour. In September, both Pfizer and Moderna are going to have new boosters that are tailored to cover the new variants. I'm not, I, from the beginning, I haven't told you what to do. I've only told you what I've been doing and what I've been learning all throughout the past, now going on three years of this. And I'll tell you what I'm planning on doing Uh, relative to the new booster that's coming out in September. That's coming up a little bit later in the program. And then Mayor Charles Kane, the auto plaza at English Creek, the mayor of Hamilton Township, Charles Kane, in our 9 o'clock hour. A lot to do. Let's keep it going. This is
0: Early in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio
3: app. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5 FM, 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. 53 minutes past the hour. I made mention a little while ago about the projected advantage in the House of Representatives for Republicans. The latest model is the CBS News Battleground Tracker. Now, keep in mind, this is an organization that everything I've ever covered that they've done has favored Democrats from the damn rather days to you name it. It just never, ever, ever is glowing news for Republicans. However, it's impossible for them because they do want to live. You know, you can't, you can't be so bad Like if they said that Democrats are going to have a 25 seat advantage, they would not that they have much credibility, but they would lose any shred of credibility that they still have. So in their model, Republicans win a 25 seat majority in the House if the November general elections being held on November 8th. But of course, this early voting is going to be taking place starting very soon. So it's not just November 8th anymore. But if the election were today, Republicans would have a 25-seat majority, which I promise you means that you can add between 5 to 15 to that. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. The Republicans lead in everything. They they lead on how things are in the country right now. They lead on who do you trust more to do this? Who do you trust more to do that? Even basically COVID-19 is like a 50-50 Proposition, And that's something where Biden, who has lost on every single issue and is upside down. In fact, last time we checked, Joe Biden was literally upside down in every single state in America, with the exception of Hawaii. And he still was only in the 40 some percentile approval rating there. But he had a plurality, not a majority. He's not a majority president anywhere in America. Now, think about that. He's done every wacky thing that California or any of these other crazy places, Illinois, you name it. Everything they've wanted, he's done. And it's been so incredibly detrimental to our country, but he's done it anyhow. And still he's upside down. It's really incredible. Let me give you one key demographic to keep an eye on. Republicans have dramatically closed the gap on Hispanic voters in the first time in forever, and especially in this poll. Republicans are within the margin of error, error, the likely Hispanic voter model. And I, I love likely voters, not unlikely voters. It never makes any sense to me. But of course, uh This poll was registered voters. I just don't know why they do that. Half of the people or more don't even come out and vote. Half of the people aren't even registered to vote of the half of the half. Half of them don't come out to vote in the biggest elections. So why they keep surveying unlikely voters is because they don't want the accurate result. But Democrats, even with unlikely voters, hilarious, isn't that? I'm going to say it like that, and I've been saying it like that for years. I'm not going to say registered voters or persons. When it's not likely voters, I'm going to say the CBS News Battleground Tracker conducted on July 27th through 29th polled unlikely voters. Even with unlikely voters, Democrats had 45 percent support of Hispanic voters, Republicans 42 percent. Democrats won Hispanic voters easily in the last midterm elections. And this will be another key factor worth watching, especially across a string of competitive districts in the South and West, according to CBS's analysis. Just imagine how the border states are going to be voting with what Joe Biden and these Democrats have done. You know, it's been very revealing. Listening to this Washington, D.C. mayor, boo-hoo, 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 this is not right. You're sending illegals to us. And Corrine uh, uh, Jean-Pierre, Peter Ducey again, the deuce has been on the loose is all I can tell you. He got her so good, she didn't even know what, what day it was. Why would anyone complain? This is beautiful. This illegal immigration invasion is beautiful. Then why wouldn't you want your share of this beauty? So uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre is saying Republicans are politicizing. Republican governors in particular, she said, are politicizing this and sending migrants, as she calls them. I call them illegals because that's what they always were. And that's what they are now. But again, Democrats, as long as they change the language... If they change the word then the problem has been solved. In other words the inflation reduction act we're all we're salvation we're saved. Because they're going to spend more, tax more and they're going to save us cuz inflation reduction act. But everything in it does just the opposite of reduce anything. It increases everything including spending, including borrowing, including higher taxes. So I love that Governor Abbott sent folks. Look, I I know a lot of these people are really good people and they just want a better life. But this isn't how you do it. And, of course, Biden's finishing some of the wall in Arizona. And then once again, I say they lie about everything. Uh, Biden and his press secretary say, oh, no, no, we're not finishing the wall. We're not finishing the wall. What are you doing then? You're finishing it. Your calls are next. So much to do. Let's do it.
0: WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts
1: now.
0: From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is
1: six minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up Hurley in the Morning. With rare exception, Tuesday mornings with Kirk Conover, the 7 o'clock hour is very typically, and we do as many other hours during the week as we can. We try to average about, if we can, half of the program open form. We do, we do pretty well I mean, obviously, there's some days where we we don't hit that, but if you income average it out, uh, we we do the best we can. One solid hour, and typically more than one. And this seven o'clock hour this morning, uh, you you've got the lease with an option to buy six oh nine four zero seven fourteen fifteen open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air.
6: Good morning, Harry. This is Alan from uh, PA. Hey, Alan. And. Uh a hiatus here uh, but I listen to you just about daily and uh, I'm glad to hear you talking about the, uh, the migrants uh, or whatever illegal yeah. aliens, whatever it is they're 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 here and they're going to stay for the most part and uh, I think uh, you also brought up about uh, there's a uh, sea change in their Political uh, affiliation or uh, philosophy.
1: Yeah, Hispanic voters, yes. I mean, big time, big change.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I believe uh, if CBS shows at 45-42, I guarantee you Republicans are actually winning that demographic. And by the time the election comes around, they will. If you're in particular, and you don't have to be, but if in particular you're living uh, in or near a border state, With the job that this party has done, then the reason they're flipping out now because Governor Abbott is busing folks to Washington, D.C., for example, and you have the mayor who didn't want any of the National Guard during January 6th, even though President Trump offered 10,000 National Guard troops. It's kind of revealing and not even part of the January 6th uh, commission because they don't want it to be because it's a political charade. Uh, But now she wants the National Guard. Very interesting. But yet they were just celebrating all this until it comes to them. It's okay if they're destroying communities in Arizona and in Texas and so on. Uh, Alan, there is so much going on right now. It can make your head spin.
6: It's a shock therapy for them. It's It's good. And I hope it materializes.
1: They should all do it. The Arizona governor, but I guess Ducey won't. They should. They should all be doing it. You got to show them. Hey, look. How do you like this? Now, keep in mind, they're not really bussing them. Ms. Thirteen or drug traffickers uh, or human, you know, uh, traffickers uh, or any of that. They're they're, they're bussing pretty much qualified, nice people that just want to leave where they were and have a better life. Just imagine if. Washington, D.C. was dealing with everything that comes in on a daily basis to Texas, Arizona, and elsewhere. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> yeah. There's a... Um... Hey, I got to ask you a question. I won't hold it against your time. How is this Fetterman... I know Oz is, seems to be a disastrous general election candidate. Seemed much better in the primary. Uh, he's turned on Trump. He he just... I, I don't even know where he is, what he's doing. He's like he's living in his mother-in-law's basement or something. Uh, Fetterman is in a sweatshirt, looking like a bum, uh, seems to have significant health issues that he did not reveal. What is going on in Pennsylvania? I can't help you there. I don't know. Are you following it even a little bit? No, not... All right, well, do me a favor. Keep an eye on that. That's a U.S. Senate seat, Alan, that may control... Whether Republicans or Democrats are in the majority, your your Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, this is huge. If if Oz lays an egg here and just gets smoked, I mean, I, I believe the other guy would have been better. And Fetterman is ripe for the pickings here, so keep an eye on that. Anyhow, what else do you got?
6: Well, uh, there's one other thing that uh, there's a group of. Uh, that has been kind of uh, disappeared. They're called La Raza, and uh, they didn't get much publicity. What they basically wanted was to turn the uh, results of the Mexican-American War back to uh, the map, what it was uh, before 1846. And uh, they were pretty vociferous in the Southwest. And uh, they kind of disappeared. And I realized they've got their man in, in uh, the White House who is uh, taking over for them. And uh, he's trying to accomplish, or directly or indirectly, what uh, is in the uh, credo of the La Raza group. And that's uh, the uh, Latinization of the states that were lost during the war. And uh, that's pretty much what I've uh,
1: well, I think what happened and I'm a little rusty on this, uh, Alan, but I think they changed their name. This um, advocacy group changed their name about five or more years ago and they operate under Unidos U.S. and not La Raza. So you don't hear La Raza anymore because I believe they changed the whole deal.
6: Five years, I thought, okay, well, uh, I stand uh, informed.
1: Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna check during the break, but I just remember, I remember covering it, and I'm gonna say it was back in like 2017, 2018 uh, that they were changing their name, the group. So to me, that's the reason why I'm just using common sense. You don't if, if you change the name, it's like even though you still hear the the one company by the old name, they changed to the Meta. So you don't hear the other name as much. Uh, if you change the name, you're not going to hear it. Sometimes, like Prince changed his name to a symbol. So they say the artist formerly known as Prince. But I'll, um, if you'll be listening, I'll report back in just a few minutes.
6: Okay, we can count on that. Thank you, Alan.
1: Okay, have a, have a
6: good August.
1: You too. Thank you, sir. Be well. Get on top of that race. I want you to report in after you dig in a little bit. And tell me what's going on with Oz and with Fetterman, because I I find it incomprehensible that Fetterman should be up by 10 points in that race. I just don't understand that. The Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is closer than that if you had two cockroaches that you were choosing between. So what happened here? Did Oz just blow up? I think he is losing support because he turned on trump there was no reason to take his kindness and his his endorsement he won him the nomination and then oz jumped off him and i think that's hurting him the other side's never going to love you you better not get your own side mad at you i right, find out what's going on there for me alan i'm going to trust you on that 609-407-1450 and let's see if my um my way back my, my way back machine is usually pretty good. If I remember something, I usually remember it accurately. If I say I don't know, I just don't remember or I'm not sure, then it's open to whatever I find out revisiting it. Uh but I'm pretty sure La Raza changed their name. I sort of remembered it by like de los Estados Unidos. Anita's US uh and I think I think that's it, which is why Alan hasn't heard about them because they just they they changed the name. But we'll check into it and we'll come back to your calls. We have an open phone line. You'll be next right after the break, so hang in there. It's fifteen minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. It's wide open forum at six oh nine-407-1450. I hope you'll check in. Open forum only works with your participation. 609-407-1450. Dr. John McGee on President Biden. The the rebound case of COVID-19 that the president is dealing with. Paxilavid. And I, I definitely want to get Dr. McGee's take because all of us have to make this decision. I do know a lot of people that were very compliant and took a bunch of these vaccines have just about had enough of this and don't want to put any of this stuff in, in them anymore. But you have Pfizer, you have Moderna, and they're, they're whipping up right now vaccines, or if you want to call them shots, they're, they're putting it together relative to the new variants. See, I never thought it made a whole lot of sense to take something that was whipped up a formula from two and a half years ago. And that variant is gone. That just didn't seem to make sense to me. Keep taking that, though. Now they're going to have a shot that will have allegedly protection. But see, I'm hearing anymore, It's protection for like a couple of weeks or a month. What, what, what are we going to take a shot every week, every month? Nobody wants to do that. We've got to figure this out. And as usual, Biden's blowing it. Boy, he got you talk about taking credit for the other guy's term paper. And then when you took over, look at the mess. They've made of things. Your calls continue next. Our friend Sean Hannity is up and then our hurling the morning timeout and your calls continue next.
3: Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity morning minute. What bothers me is they they think so little of us. You know, when people, like when my kids were young and they would try to lie to me and I'd say, you got to stop. You're insulting my intelligence. They're insulting all of us. I say, oh, no, this is not a recession. Yes, it is a recession. Yeah, but unemployment is low. We haven't even reached pre-pandemic levels of employment. Stop lying about that, too, because it's just a misdirection on their part. The central reason the job market is so tight is many companies are finding it impossible to hire people because they have left the workplace in droves. And the economy's only now recovering some of the jobs lost in the pandemic.
8: The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's
5: ZipRecruiter.com slash free ziprecruiter.com slash hi it's markley and van camp join us later today at one now back to hurley in the morning on wpg talk radio 95.5 fm and fourteen fifty a.m south jersey's talk station thank you
1: welcome back hurley in the morning at 23 minutes past the hour open forum continues 609 407 1450 and open phone line and i thought of the fourth judge the second i had to go to the break sophia vagara i don't know how i could forget her she does a great job Uh, So Howie Mandel at resorts coming up before you know it, August 20th, Saturday night. And hard to believe, but we've been reporting it, how fast summer 2023 is going, even in the midst of uh, high inflation, supply chain broken, all kinds of problems. Everything is ridiculously expensive if you can even get it. It's just just a bad time. Very similar. I was much younger, of course, but very similar to the 1970s, late 1970s. I mean, it's just it it it's in many respects, it's even worse than that. But we don't have the odd and even gas days and some of the things. The the inflation is much higher than they report. Interest rates, of course, are not 21.6 percent to buy a car or 17 and 18 percent to to buy a home. But just very, very bad uh, what's happened over the past 18 months. To Allen in Pennsylvania, La Raza did change their name in 2017 to Unidos, U.S. And I did a little bit of reading about it during the break. There were many very unhappy that they did it because they feel that they're leaving a legacy behind. It's really with mixed feelings uh, that that change went down in 2017 but that's that's why you don't hear la raza like you used to You used to hear it all the time because it's such a huge advocacy group so you would just hear it uh again and again and again and you just don't anymore because they changed the name 609 407 open phone line welcome to Hurley in the morning you're on the air and i heard a breath and i i read breaths uh and i know voices so this is the flash
9: it do. Um, yeah, uh, the Spanish uh, explorers did explore uh, Colorado, California, Nevada, Montana, etc. But it was actually the Mexicans that tried to annex it into Mexico. But they had a problem with the Rio Grande River. It was the Chichimec and the Talahari Indians who did not want to give way. So just exterminate them. That's all. They were in the way, so they had to get be put, taken out of the way. And they were. They exterminated off the face of the earth. And they crossed the, they crossed the Rio Grande River, and they subjugated the Navajo the desperate the Arapaho, or the Indians in, in California to take that land anyway. Now, they had a problem with uh, the Chiricahua um, Apache warrior brave, um, Geronimo Galakia, which is a, is a Chiricahua name, had a vendetta against Mexicans. They wiped out his family. I would, too. Well, actually, the Mexicans had a real problem with the Hellions of the Prairie. That would be the Comanche. And they had to do something about that. So they called in, so, so it was Santa Ana, that called in Tennessee riflemen. That's how Tennessee riflemen came to Texas, and he was hoping that they would exterminate each other and he could consolidate his power. So he had ulterior motives, of course. 1848 war with Mexico, we, we uh, gave Mexico millions of dollars, and that was pre-Federal uh, Reserve, so it was worth something. So Mexico wants that land back, for one, they've got to pay us, and number two, they've got to give it back to the Native American Indian, which they won't do. So forget it. All bets are off. We're not. We're not playing games anymore. We got to stop playing games with these people. Joe Biden was uh work for five days. Wow, that's special. He gave our oil reserves to China during that time. Good work, comrade Joseph. Yeah, that's terrific, man. Um, yeah, we're we're in deep trouble here, and we got to do something about it
1: quick. Well, yeah, we do. Uh, unfortunately, though, it'll happen in two phases: the midterm 2022 election, then there'll be more hopefully pickups in the uh, congressional cycle two years after that and we change the political party in the white house and we can get our country back we need actually all of these things to take place just being able to block and still having a radical philosophy of governance that would actually be able to do executive orders illegal orders until they get challenged and sometimes that can take quite a long period of time and these illegal orders stay in effect until you knock them out. And then many times, even after they're knocked out, they don't stop them. They just flaunt and, and keep going like a, a decision didn't happen to countermand their action. They're, I mean, these are just awful people. So the good news is they went so far, broke the country so bad that the American people are going to take back power. Thank God. We have this cycle where they only get a certain amount of time. Obama had two years, and then he lost it as well. But then he was very dangerous with his pen and his cordless phone. Uh, expect even worse from Biden. Thank you, Flash. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air.
10: Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. As we all know, and it's said there's... On the bridge of the Enterprise, there's another empty seat, another empty station. But uh, But a
1: very fine communications officer is now flying with Spock. And, yeah, we we lost a great one with Nichelle Nichols, no doubt about it.
10: Yes. You know something? Um, Everybody in their own way leads a good life a great life in their own unique way. And one thing that has to be admired by uh, uh, Ms. Dickles or Michelle is she was a very big uh, advocate and she worked for NASA at one time in the public relations department. That's true. And which was a very smart move. And, yeah, she
1: was, let me, let me uh, comment for a moment. She was so popular, so well-loved. And and incidentally, I, I try not to overuse this term. Our president has a knack for, he picks a certain thing and he just says it over and over and over again and it loses its meaning. But Nichelle Nichols was a trailblazer. For example, the interracial kiss in the 1960s between Lieutenant Uhura, and Captain James Tiberius Kirk, Nichelle Nichols, and William Shatner, that changed our country forever.
10: Oh, yes. And not only that, uh, it was the late Dr. Martin Luther King that urged her to stay on with Star Trek because he said, and he was a Star Trek fan, he um, mentioned but... He said many times, and she related the story many times in interviews, that she is doing a very important job by projecting a positive image for black women and a role model for young black women. Yeah. And she even said that she received a lot, not counting really fan mail, fan mail too, but mail from women. Uh, black women who then were were kids at that time or teenagers, and said i 'm going into communication science because of you i 'm going into this area because of you and other, and that is positive." A positive role
1: model. Oh, there's no question. Peter, I've got to get this hard break in, or I would love to talk to you more about it until we meet again. 609 407 open phone line. You will be next right after the break. It's going to be uh, back before you even know it. Uh, Peter, I love the call. Agree with all of that. There's no question about that. And I'm sure that Nichelle Nichols also probably got death threats and a lot of hate mail on top of it very very courageous and uh she probably never even looked at it that way it didn't seem she seemed just impervious to the pressure but um absolutely a trailblazer without question and there's so much about star trek that actually has found its way not only just into american pop culture but even within the space program these things it's like george jetson's birthday was yesterday did you know that no, not, I'm saying his literal birthday on the television cartoon series from the 60s. George Jetson was born on July 31st, 2023. In the 1960s, they set his birth date that far into the future. And then we've been getting to these dates. It's crazy. Like the DeLorean, remember the DeLorean had a certain date set and then we hit that date actually back with your calls at 609-407-1450 in just a moment. Dr. John McGee coming up in 30 minutes about President Biden, about the new COVID variants, about Paxlovid, about the new vaccines that are coming in September. Supposedly Pfizer and Moderna, they both have said they'll be ready in September with new booster shots that are targeted to the new variants, not taking the shots that were targeted to Alpha, Delta, and, and that, uh, which it's crazy to take something that you don't get anymore. You're getting something else. So why take the, the, uh, the fix, if you will? can't say the cure because it's not, but the, um, the booster, the shot, Why take something that isn't for the variant that's out there now? It makes no sense.
3: This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. 33 minutes
1: past the hour. Harry Hurley, three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. The most expensive place to live rent wise in America is right here in New Jersey. Who would have thought that? Atlantic City Mayor has been unwavering in his support for the Atlantic City Chief of Police. Check that out. It's a positive piece. And our readers have selected the best stakes in Atlantic and Cape May counties. This and more on our app. We'll be right back with your calls next. From the
5: Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Coming off a stellar summer weekend, weather was beautiful for both Saturday and Sunday, and then bonus, it rained last night. Scattered showers may stick around through late morning, then turning partly sunny, clearing skies this afternoon. Cooler today, but still humid, high temperature 83. 73 tonight, a little bit muggy, mainly clear skies, mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow, high of 92. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today.
0: You're home. Hurley in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. It's Hurley in the morning, anytime, anywhere on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5. Thank you. 40 minutes past the hour to your calls. We continue 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air.
7: Yeah, good morning. This is Patrick from Atlantic City. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Harry?
1: Patrick, thank you for asking. I am very well. I hope you are. I just got a um, message from someone that was in a store in Atlantic City as we speak. Someone was just stuffing a bag, preparing to steal all of it, uh, and there's some kind of commotion going on in your fair town as we speak. It's just a shame that this we have we have all these scoundrels in government that let this go down And I don't mean just in Atlantic City. I mean all over the country that let every norm that we used to have where people respected police, respected authority, wouldn't think of stealing, now think they can steal with impunity. Uh, You didn't call for that rant, Patrick, but that's how I'm doing
7: no no but i got something worse that's happening right across the street from hard rock i'm in community haven a 14-story tall building from resorts i'm like a block and a half away showboats next to hard rock and uh ocean is the next one and i look out that way towards the ocean i can see showboat and uh ocean i can't see hard rock because they're right across the street and i can't see resorts because i faced the other way right and me and you got something in common we both worked for trump in the
1: casinos there you go which one did you work at trump plaza nice so you probably worked there when it was called the centerpiece of the boardwalk
7: yeah but i was no, no not not when i was there uh i was a dealer though a part-time dealer you your job was a little higher
1: oh no that's okay no what year were you there or years um, I got to think, because I,
7: I was in six casinos in Atlantic City. Were you
1: at Trump Plaza any time around, say, the mid to late 80s?
7: Yeah, right before they closed, I was there. I was part-time for like five years or four years, and I had an ILOA. Well, they didn't like that. You could call up anytime and not get any points. Mm. So the first layoff, I was laid off and the last job i had uh i was on unemployment for maybe a year and a half thank you mr obama you extended it for two years and i got a little part-time job at showboat so i'd rather be working yeah so i go and i get graveyard and i like graveyard i'm up early i mean you're still out to set the alarm and i was living in pleasantville at the time so i take the bus to south carolina Get off and head for the boardwalk. I figured that was safer. Walk along the boardwalk to Showboat.
1: Evidently, I just got an email this morning. They're telling people not to walk on the boardwalk anymore. We just have to get a handle on everything that's going on. You've got these. I I probably have received Patrick twenty emails in the past couple of months from people talking about the uh, the folks that are riding these. dirt bikes or whatever you want to call them. They're they're small motorcycles. They're just on the street, on the boardwalk. They're terrorizing people. It's, it's just a very bad time right now.
7: Oh, you hear that? I got a three-wheel trike myself that's electric, but it only goes up to, excuse me, 10 miles an hour. And on one charge, it can get up to 50 miles.
1: Well, that's your transportation, but this is people just menacing and terrorizing people
7: see them on the boardwalk all the time yeah. and the other ones are the electric skateboards even they zoom in and out of everybody and the cops they used to after you can't be riding on the boardwalk after a certain time they never stop any of them mm.
1: well we got to get a handle on all of this patrick patrick i've got to get the last break in uh call me again i appreciate the uh, update and uh just this as i say goodbye to you you have a very pleasant voice to listen to very pleasant in my headset i've enjoyed our conversation let's do it again 609-407-1450 that's it one open phone line that patrick just freed up and we come right back to your calls after this and then to dr john mcgee who is ready to go we're going to talk new variants president biden rebound case Paxlovid, the booster shots that are coming out possibly in september a whole lot more
0: Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG
1: Talk Radio 95.5. Ten minutes before the top of the hour, starring your phone calls at 609-407-1450. I don't want to really gloss past that, that somebody in an Atlantic City store in the 7 o'clock hour this morning, my witness is impeccable. I just cannot tell you who it is. We protect the innocent. But observe someone Just stuffing a bag with stuff, no intentions to pay for it. I mean, this is if you it's why we talk about all these things that are going on all over the country, because we're not immune to it. People got the impression. And the reason they got the impression is because it kept happening that they can steal And they maybe they get charged if they get caught, but they never show up and they just get released. This is catch and release stuff. And they know it. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air.
4: Good morning, Harry. I think uh, up till now you've been far too kind uh, to Joe Biden by comparing him to Jimmy Carter. Uh, His administration is the most flawed administration that I've seen his vice president, Harris, is the worst vice president since Joe Biden.
1: Well, she's terrible. And, you know, you just have to look. This is her whole career. Look at how she goes through staff. Now we're told her speechwriter quit. So you're telling me somebody wrote that stuff that she would repeat again and again? Somebody actually wrote that slop? When you can't think, you've got to have somebody
4: write it for you. But Joe Biden is the worst president since Lyndon Baines Johnson because this guy has been for sale for the last half century. And all you have to do is take that microphone and go across the river and start talking to people in Delaware. And there's a lot of stories that are going to break right before the election and probably after he loses,
1: if he's around to do so. Um, but you don't think he, you don't think he's going to run again, do you? uh let's just hope he, let's hope he does not uh,
4: but in any event the investigative reporters that are going to come up with some stuff that people forget and one of them is the relationship that the Biden family had with the Capano family who are the biggest builders in the state of Delaware infrastructure federal money federal projects and they had a son by the name of Tom Capano and Tom Capano was an attorney and an assistant Uh, district attorney and deputy attorney general for the state of delaware and there are no pictures available with him and joe biden and that's because tom capano is a convicted murderer for murdering his girlfriend lover Anne marie fahey disposing of her remains in a cooler with two anchors off of stone harbor in a boat and then trying to sell the boat without any anchors and that's how they caught him so he goes to jail for murder, this Tom Capano, and then he gets Jeffrey Epstein disease while he's in jail because nobody can link Joe Biden to Tom Capano. There are no photographs of this out there, but they're there, but they have to be
1: dug to be found. But, Stephen, this is the good news, though. The Hunter Biden, his son's laptop, hard drives, and they, the FBI had them in 2019. This is how corrupt— the whole game was this is how much they wanted to get Trump out. They they would not allow any of that to come out. And as you know, social media uh, deplatformed anyone who tried to tell the truth. The truth was called a lie. Biden got to campaign that that all of it was lies. All of it was Russian disinformation, you know, and, and now we know every bit of it's true. We don't even need to just investigate Tom Capano, who I do remember the whole story, the whole Fahey and all of it. Uh, there's enough his own son convicts the father well
4: the deep state can't have a link between tom capano and joe biden in a picture and the other thing they can't have is a link between dupont chemical who buried tons of toxic waste in the middle of delaware right under the watch nose of our environmental president. And then a construction company came along and built malls and hospitals adjacent to that. And that area became a cancer cluster.
1: Well, you do have to admit, Delaware was a great state for Jersey and Pennsylvania Joe Biden to reside because all the banks are there. They were, As you know, there's great tax policies and there's a lot of business that that takes place if you for folks, um, if you ever go to your credit card statements and different mortgage documents that you have, you would be sh- No, I, I'm, I'm not going to say you'd be shocked, but you might be surprised how many if you just read the back page will say Delaware as the corporate address. It's the perfect state for Biden Inc. to operate, isn't it?
4: This guy's been for sale for a half a century, and the only way to revolt against us... See, I never thought they could take our country away, but they're doing it. They're taking down statues, they're changing history, yeah. they're rewriting what we should be, how we should be. We can't even have a theme park character do his day without getting in trouble. So we're, we're in trouble here. And they did it to us because we did it to us. There's only one way in here, and that's to realize that Toto is going to pull back the curtain, Harry. And we all see now that we have to get out and vote in November. And I don't care who you vote for, but you can't vote for these people.
1: Steven, I got to run, but I don't want to go. You got to call me again. Loved your call. Um, Just great, great content that you shared. And have a good day. Take care. 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning. And good morning to you.
11: Uh, so I was listening, listening to that caller, and I don't know if anybody knows, but George Bush Jr. put Hunter Biden on the board of the WFS, whatever it was, Wiffus Bank in Delaware.
1: But I called to tell you, by the way, John lady, I did not know that. What an interesting appointment with with his with his lack of experience in so many areas that he always just seemed to get, whether it's the the kindness in China, in Ukraine, in Russia. I still want to know why the ex-mayor of Moscow uh, sent three million dollars to Hunter Biden. What's that happened for? Do, Do we wonder why all this weirdo stuff is happening with China? uh and ukraine and elsewhere i mean everywhere that biden inc operated uh is all front and center right now in foreign policy controversy back to you
11: so i might have gotten that confused that might have not have been bush because bush put him on amtrak on that
1: board well same difference i mean you know it's like pete Buttigieg. judge this guy rode a train i think he once said i rode a train you know i could be secretary of transportation i rode a train
11: Right. But well, what I wanted to say from the very beginning was that Muriel Bowser, uh, if she wants a National Guard, she needs to let our January 6th, so on, you know, quote unquote, protesters go.
1: Uh, and look at the way they're being treated. No, m- most Americans don't realize how horribly American citizens have been treated for uh, going on two years now.
11: And where are all the immigrants that were bused to or uh, flown to New Jersey? And where are all the Afghanistans that Murphy took into this state? Where did everybody go?
1: Well, if they're brought here, uh, the governors of all these states uh, accepted a certain number and they've assimilated here. They're here. They're getting assistance and they're living here uh, in our state, which now has uh, the highest rent in America. Jersey City has the highest rent in america fifty five hundred dollars a month i'm not talking about a mansion i'm talking about you wouldn't believe how few square footage so uh that was all approved all right well
11: thank you so much for everything you do thank
1: you have a great day i'm going to try to squeeze in one more call real quick you're on the air welcome hello hello to you
7: yes I'd like to give you a telephone number off the air. I was speaking to you before. Okay. I,
1: I, will, uh, I will take that number down. Just hold on for a second. Let me get in one more call. Indeed. You're on the air. Welcome. Ah, too bad. You thought that we weren't going to get one more in. Now we're under a minute. So to the gentleman, uh, hold on. I'll get the phone number in just a second. When we come back, Dr. John McGee, who has been our go-to guy from the very beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. So what are we Two and a half years, going on three years, believe it or not, into this. He's been with us every step of the way. And I will tell you, he's been calling it like it is, even when so many were calling it like it isn't. And get ready, because I know he's got something to say about these rebound cases, about Paxlovid. I can't wait to get his um, his on-air consult on the issue of the new booster shots that Pfizer and Moderna are coming out with. They say they'll be ready in September. So we will see what Dr. McGee has to say about those. These ones tailored to the new variants. Dr. McGee making a house call next on Hurley in the Morning.
0: WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you.
1: Welcome back. at six minutes past the hour. Joining us now on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker Hotline, is my good friend, Dr. John McGee, who also is my doctor uh, in particular as it relates to COVID-19. And he's been a friend a lot longer than that. I was thinking about, I think it was March 11th. It was, it, it was considered a emergency of international concern on January 30th of 2020 and then uh, acknowledged as a pandemic on March 11th of 2020, I made it for 806 days until I personally needed Dr. McGee. I listened very closely to him for the length and breadth of the pandemic, but I personally needed Dr. McGee and so did my wife uh, after we got through 806 days somehow because we continued to live. Margie has a lot of contact. I have a lot of contact with people. It was kind of, I guess we were just lucky more than anything, and it wasn't until these most um, contagious of all variants uh, came about that, that we actually uh, contracted COVID-19. And Dr. McGee took such great care of us. And because of my status as a public figure, I felt a, a sense of public duty to chronicle exactly what we did I had so many listeners that were asking, what did Dr. McGee prescribe and all of this? So we were just fully, you know, full disclosure. We had t- told you everything I took from the medication to vitamin D3 to zinc to everything right down to Mucinex. Uh, and we got the best care from Dr. McGee. And all I can say is I'm not going to do what Joe Biden did because that the, the, you get the horns when you do that kind of God don't like ugly. Uh, When he was trashing President Trump, and then like a day later, he got his own rebound case. Uh, President Trump had it once and got better. Biden's got it twice. So I want to start there. Uh, And I'm not bringing you into the the untoward comment that the current president made, because I thought that was rotten. You don't say that about any American, let alone your immediate predecessor. But he was bragging, you know, the last guy – had to take a helicopter to Walter Reed and I worked all five days and then boom, doc, he got it right again. Uh, Tell us about these rebound cases and what are they all about?
12: For sure, Harry. Um, I just want to take a minute to talk about doctor patient relationship because it really uh, plays a big role in what is prescribed and what is taken and they're two different things. I prescribe a lot of medications. Some are not taken because the, there's just a little bit of trust issue with some people um, on their end more than mine. And so um, that has been tarnished this pandemic. And ultimately, the best advice I can give any person through this discussion is to get a doctor you trust. And If you trust that doctor, then irrespective of what the guidelines and and I and I have to laugh a little bit when I say guidelines, because the guidelines that have been put forth through this pandemic have been atrocious. Hmm. And, you know, it's because the government has invaded the practice of medicine uh, with the hubris of thinking that they can outdo an individual doctor's experience. Um, the second thing is the huge corporate takeover of medicine that's put up blind protocols which denied treatment for people and resulted in many, many deaths. Uh, patients sent home to die and so on. Just, mm. just very alarming uh, things that didn't exist 20 years ago. Doctors had a lot more trust. Uh, patients yielded to, the, to that trust and accepted treatment a lot easier years ago. So hey, D- we-
1: hey, Doc, you have actually had COVID-19 twice, correct? Yes. And if I remember correctly, the second time was worse than the first time?
12: Well, it was... Um, it, it certainly wasn't worse. It okay. was long. It was long. Um, and it was characterized by uh, greater uh, respiratory symptoms. I had a sinus infection for two weeks. And... So be it. I've had many sinus infections in my life, and and that's a characteristic of the virus.
1: All right. So a follow up on that, and then we'll get to Biden and Fauci in these rebound cases where they test uh, positive. Then a few days later, in Biden's case, I think it was less than five days, sometime on day five, he he, uh, tested uh, negative. And then within a couple of days, he tested positive all over again. And he's still positive as of yesterday's test. So we'll get into that. But I don't know if we know enough yet. But I was wondering, and I actually brought this up to my wife yesterday. uh, If you, well, a lot of people are going to get it more than once. Many people we know. We're talking to a person that's had it twice. I've had it once. If you continue to get this, I mean, you think about the common cold, you recover, and that's a coronavirus, and there's never been any cure for any coronavirus in the history of the world, so we just treat. So I'm worried with this COVID-19, though, if there's an accumulation award, could this be that if you get this again and again and again, it it really affects not only your quality of life while you're alive, but, but shortens your what should be your life expectancy. Do we know enough to know if this accumulates? I,
12: I know something. I know that uh, this is a virus that has degenerated over time. It's lost its virulence. It's not when I was still the first time I had a fever for 10 days. I had body aches. I was in bed <coughs> stricken for about five days. This time I worked 60 hours a week through the whole virus from home. Wow! So uh, the reality is the common cold was probably really very nasty virus when it first came out, when it first emerged. And now it's the common cold. And the same thing will happen with coronavirus. It's already on a rapid trajectory toward a non-event. I can tell you that I treated probably 60 people uh, with this BA5 variant. Uh, since June 1st, maybe maybe even more. And not one has come even close to going to the ER. I mean, it's just been really kind of a trivial infection relative to the original strain.
1: So- All right, so let's do this organically because you just jogged my memory now. I've got to bring up, we'll get to Biden and Fauci. Not, not, we won't let our hearts be troubled on that. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about these rebound cases. But I I... Tipped my cap to you a lot during the past two and a half plus years, and you have been one that has not been quick at all. You've done it on rare instances, but you've not been quick to prescribe Paxlovid, and and I want to talk about that when we come back, and then that will dovetail into these rebound cases because I, I just as a layperson I think I get it. They take this thing, you test negative. But it isn't really gone. You stop taking it. And then a couple of days later, you got it, you know, all over again. It's, it's because you didn't really you, your body didn't clear it the way that I think we do when we follow your regimen. So I think we may have it for twice as long. I tested positive for 10 days, but on the 11th day I tested negative. But then I cleared it. I was done. I'd much rather that than have some fake out. Hey, look at me. I I didn't go on water read on a helicopter. I'm working the whole time. Look at me. And then he's positive again. So I think there's something up with this Paxilvid that you you knew about. There was just something about it you didn't like. And I want to talk about that when we come back. It's Dr. John McGee at 15 minutes past the hour with...
0: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Listen for the morning edition of the O'Reilly Update with Bill O'Reilly at 1015 this morning. Now, Harry
1: Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. At 19 minutes past the hour, we are visiting with Dr. John McGee, the official, the exclusive expert on COVID-19 for the Hurley in the Morning program and personally for... The Harry Hurley family and I want to thank my twin brother my identical DNA that stole my nutrients for nine months but I still love him uh, for introducing me I think this is almost our 15th anniversary uh, Don introduced me to dr. McGee 15 years ago and we've we've been in contact ever since and especially reacquainted over the past three years because of the great work that dr mcgee has done don hurley wrote the program dr mcgee and said dr john mcgee for surgeon general i second i second the emotion but you couldn't afford to pay cut uh so dr mcgee relative to what we were talking about and all of this uh a listener wrote something that i know is true because i remember talking to you about it before they said if dr mcgee said or wrote these things a year ago all the hell that, you know, would happen and deplatforming and uh, placards slapped over your own posts and anybody that would respond, they would call it. The fact checkers would say it's false or partly false and all these things that they did. You live through all of that. Now. Now the truth has become self-evident, hasn't it?
12: Yes. And, you know, frankly, I still have you know just mild fears that there'll be consequences Because the people who uh, behave in that manner tend to be a spiteful group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, the truth has to prevail.
1: All right. So let's talk about Fauci first, because he had the rebound case. That's sort of forgotten. He is a forgettable guy and a bad baseball pitcher, too. Uh, And the president, which no one forgets. Bragged about, you know, Commander McBrag, the old cartoon, about how great he is and how he, you know, was done before it even started. And then, bam, he's back in isolation for five days. What happened?
12: Well, no one knows exactly. So so the first comment I would make is this is a new and untested drug. I mean, it was pushed through the pipeline really quick. And I understand you know the need to do that and it's important however this strain of the virus does not require any aggressive intervention like that it's really um over over the top to use an experimental agent on a mild virus I, i've seen many people with side effects from this as you alluded to so what happened One of the main theories is that the Paxlovid works so quickly that it drops the viral load to a negligible level immediately, and the body doesn't have enough time to mount an initial immune response and be able to fight it off. And therefore, any residual virus that uh, remains may come roaring back in the absence of the Paxlovid, which it seems to have done both in Fauci and in Biden, and and if you can sense the irony of those two, uh, uh, it's pretty impressive and demonstrative.
1: And you figure they're in positions—you have the highest-paid employee in the history of America, Fauci. You have the sitting president of the United States. So you know they threw everything humanly possible, and still, within a couple of days, I forget Fauci's was pretty quick. Biden's almost instantly and I'm in agreement with you I, I think that it reduced so that then you take a test and it acts like it's gone but it really wasn't gone and it comes roaring back so then let me personalize this I'm under the care of the great Dr. John McGee I clear in 10 days I wake up the morning of the 11th day I take a test your boy is negative negative. and I never look back Now, I did have a couple little things, you know, that went on for a few weeks. But as you know, when you were in close contact with me on a daily basis, I went right back to work uh, well before even the 10th day. Um, And we truly cleared it. And then away you go. So I, I, I would submit to you as a layperson, I'd rather take 10 days and actually clear it then have this fake out thing five got it again and five more and who knows so i i say whoever dies with the most toys wins and we won on that one and you consciously made a decision to not prescribe me or my wife paxilvid so tell us about the difference between how you treated me and how i resolved and how the president was treated and how he hasn't resolved yet
12: So it's a little bit involved, but we'll be brief about it. Number one, let's just say Paxlovid may not be a very good drug. There are plenty of medications that come out that that really stink, and they just don't do a good job. So, I mean, that's the really basic layman's answer to Paxlovid. The reason why I use prednisone with this virus and, you know, of course they wait until late, that is the established Corporate driven, guideline ridden, uh, medicine practice uses weights to use the corticosteroid. Uh, the value of that is it diminishes the complications from the virus because all viruses, including HIV, where I learned how to use prednisone very effectively to save hundreds of lives, um, it viruses do their damage by causing the body. To create inflammation, and the prednisone prevents that inflammation. So it's it's that mechanism that prevents a lot of problems.
1: By the by the way, and you know me and the steroids because of my broadcasting career, I take them when I need to. Over the years, I, I don't I haven't had to take them in a long time until COVID nineteen. Thank goodness. But whenever I need them, I will take them. Because they are, uh, obviously, you don't want to take them for, for longer than you need, but amazingly restorative to the vocal cords. And, and again, that's because inflammation. If you, if you have inflamed vocal cords and the vocal cords can't vibrate, you can't speak. So I've had to take them uh, on occasions throughout the last 30 years, but, the, but not lately for, for that Fortunately, and I was very happy that with COVID-19, I never had laryngitis or anything like that. So anyhow, when when I did that, I had somebody write me uh, who's very, you know, trained medical person and said, there's nothing uh, that, that shows that that you should have been on a steroid. I said, well, how about I said, I'm a lay person, but I trust my doctor. How about inflammation? How about that's what what COVID does? And uh, so, I trust you on that. But this person disagreed with that, just like other people disagreed that I should have taken Paxlovid. And again, I said uh, I'm under the care of my doctor, and we've chosen a different regimen. Uh, and I, I would put up, put you up with what you did for me and my wife with any doctor on the planet. Uh, we did, we did very well under your care, and we had face to face. Uh, digital chats, I forget if it was Zoom or what platform we used. I, I think it was Zoom. Uh, and you were terrific. So, But as I bring this up, I guess it's considered controversial, some of the things that we did, isn't it?
12: Oh, yeah. So I, I come from the old school, which is doctors do what they do because they're successful. Nothing beats success. So if I treated 600 cases of COVID and had less than 10 deaths or maybe less than five, and these were people who were dramatically ill when I met them, I know that what I do works.
1: Yeah, the 600 you saved, you had some miracles in there, too, I remember. You never say who, but uh, just statistically. And out of the five or so that, that did pass, you really never had a chance. They, they were really, really bad off, right?
12: Exactly. I mean, you know, oxygens in the low 80s, they were blue. I mean, it was very sad uh, because of the leg in treatment. And, you know, that, that's a very sad thing. But just to speak to the, the issue of using corticosteroids early in this illness, they're waiting for studies It's very hard to find people with early mild illness who want to participate in a study. Now, it's very easy to treat to find people who are desperately ill in the hospital, and they prove that people who are desperately ill in the hospital benefit from steroids. Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a neurosurgeon to know that if it works when they're desperately ill, it probably works when they're mildly ill, too. Well,
1: like you've been saying, inflammation... I mean, it, it, it's like a bullseye with inflammation, isn't it? Exactly.
12: And, you know, the second thought is why use Zipromax as, um, you know, it's an antibacterial, not an antiviral. Well, my experience over the years is, particularly with the flu, that the addition of an antibacterial almost always facilitates a quicker recovery because viruses are often accompanied by bacteria. And for whatever reason, it works beautifully. And sometimes we just don't know exactly why it works, but it's safe and it
1: works. Dr. McGee, I know you have a long outline that we want to get to. I have one more additional question that I would like to make sure we cover when we come back. And that is the um, Pfizer and Moderna say that they will be ready by September. I'm, I'm sure there's approvals and all these things that have to take place. But they'll be ready by September with booster shots targeted towards the new variants. I want to get your um considered opinion, which you know I I respect just unconditionally and immensely and and what you say is what I'm going to do in this regard. So we're gonna make a we're gonna make a decision today unless you tell me we need to hold off that we need more data, we need to wait. But I want to get your take, early take, even before they're out, because it's only going to be a couple of months from now. September is right around the corner. It's already August. So what is your take on if there is a booster shot, and there will be, and they say that it's targeted to the new variants, us that took the first shot and the second shot and the booster. Now, I didn't didn't take the next one because you and I decided I didn't need it. Uh, we didn't take that one. Is this one that you are going to recommend? Are you wait and see? Uh, we'll get Dr. McGee's take on this because this is not something that's far away. This is coming up very, very quickly. And my decision is going to be based solely. I'm not I'm not freelancing this one. I didn't freelance any of it. Uh, my decision is going to be on what Dr. McGee says. Harry, take it. I'll take it. Don't take it. You don't need it. We don't know what it is, whatever. Whatever you say, that's what I'm doing. And I, I give very few people, I'm a control freak. I give very, very few people that kind of control over my life. That's how much I trust John McGee. I, I've watched him save lives. He's been great with me and my wife and my brother and my sister uh, and others, a host of others, 600 plus. We'll be back with Dr. McGee. I am early in the morning this is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you, South Jersey's number one talk station.
3: This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network.
1: And it's still me, Harry Hurley, with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. The most expensive place to live in America, believe it or not. And we've got a great story on this, and it's gone supernova viral. It's in New Jersey. Believe it or not, the most, the highest rent in America is in a New Jersey city. The Atlantic City mayor has been unwavering in his support for the Atlantic City chief of police. We have a very positive piece up about that. And our readers selected the best stakes in Atlantic and Cape May counties. Yum.
5: From the New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. You might be able to give your air conditioner a break today. Looks to be our coolest day since about late June, but still pretty humid. Scattered rain showers will exit by late this morning, then turning partly sunny this afternoon. High temperature around 83 degrees. Mainly clear tonight and seasonably mild, little bit muggy. Low 73. Mostly sunny, hot and humid tomorrow. High of 92. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today.
0: Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. From the world's playground, this is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Thank you. We continue at 39 minutes past the hour with Dr. John McGee. I consider this a moment of truth, even though there's a lot more important content that... uh, Dr. McGee is going to share until the top of the hour. And we always run out of time, doctor. That's um, that's just the nature of you and I when we get together. There's just so much content and so little time. Uh, but I pose the question. Uh, Pfizer and Moderna say they're coming out in September with booster shots that will um, effectively deal with the current variants that we know of. Is that something that w- I'm not, I'm not going to say... 100% of the people listening because you might, you know, patient to patient. So let's just, I'm willing to talk about me as your patient. Is that something that you would recommend that I take?
12: For you, I would not recommend it. And unless there is a huge change in the virulence of this strain. This strain is a mild illness. Uh, again, you know, out of 60 people with COVID-19 or more since June 1st, not one went to an emergency room. Why would I administer a virtually experimental agent to a person uh, with attendant risks and side effects when it's a mild illness and they already have natural immunity that's twice as good as vaccine immunity? That's proven all, all through. It's on the CDC website. Another thing that's on the associated website with the CDC is something called VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, Vaccine Adverse uh, Experience Response Syndrome um, system. So, bad, uh reports, bad things that happen from this vaccine. 15,000 deaths from the uh, COVID-19 vaccine, untold numbers of complications. Now, it's a small percentage uh, of deaths, but it's more deaths than all vaccines ever administered altogether. Wow. So be very careful with your decision. Who would I recommend this, this new booster to? Almost no one. Uh, I have a, tra- a few transplant patients, uh, liver transplant, lung and liver transplant, amazing cases. Um, Who contracted COVID recently, had been vaccinated, uh, were fairly ill, not not dramatically, were on uh, anti-inflammatory medications, which most immunosuppressive agents are, uh, who have transplants, um, and was cured overnight with the monoclonal. Remember the monoclonal antibodies that all of a sudden, when it worked too well, disappeared? Oh yeah, I pause. I paused with that because that is exactly what happened. It oh. worked really well.
1: It so- certainly did, and we know people. We know people listening that uh, were in the eighty-something blood oxygen level and took the monoclonal antibodies right back to ninety-six. Lickety split. Here here is something that I know is on your agenda because we've really we have covered a lot of important information. The drive to zero virus. Now, we mentioned earlier in your program and you and I have talked about this a bunch of times over the past three years. There's no coronavirus that's ever been cured. So why would this be the first? This is going to be around. But we have watched it become not as significant of of a problem and and that almost everyone unless you're really suffering with comorbidities or i don't even know what uh, really unlucky you should resolve uh without you know it's, it's it's unpleasant for a bit but you resolve uh even those with long covid uh we're hoping that that is not permanent and that they resolve it's just that can take some additional time sometime i think we'll do a a whole um discussion on long covid because I know there are a lot of people that are dealing with joint pain and uh, a dry cough and some different, I, I have a friend that um, it's just starting to come back more than a year later, uh, still had no smell, no taste, which really changed his life because food became almost medicine because it wasn't enjoyable. So it just became to sustain his life and he wound up losing like 40 pounds. We talked about him the last time that you were with us, but this drive to zero is unrealistic and impossible, isn't it?
12: Yes. It's, you know, and I think about Tony Fauci, who I've known not personally, but, you know, through professional contact for 35 years. He was my mentor's mentor. And this is a fairly intelligent man. To to aim for a goal like zero virus, so utterly absurd that it doesn't even meet discussion. Um, and so it's...
1: why why He's been in there 40 years or something. Why didn't he cure the cold then? I mean, how how will he cure this coronavirus? Because you'd have to cure it to eradicate it. We're treating it and people are resolving but people are catching it and people are re-catching it so you can't get to zero. Yes.
12: The secret is natural immunity. It, it really is. Ultimately, this will become a nothing virus. This will be less than the common cold, probably within a few years because the, the trajectory that it's pursuing is um, that. Now, if you think about other viruses like um, HIV, you know, it's still not completely curable. It's It's manageable, very manageable, but it's not eradicated yet and so there are certain groups of viruses like corona and the hiv group uh that are just we don't have an answer to that yet
1: doctor let me get the last break in when we come back if you need the floor for that the time will be yours we have two really important areas that we're going to cover even though we've talked about that maybe in september you know because that's the company saying they'll be ready in september i don't know that there will be FDA approval and, and, and the ability to use them in September. But the, the Pfizer and Moderna, the two most recognized of the um, I'm not calling them vaccines anymore, the shots, uh, say they'll have shot booster shots for the new variants. But let's talk about use of an outdated vaccine. That doesn't make any sense to me if you're taking something for something that it's not. Then we're also going to talk about, because it's that important, where do we go from here? And we'll end with a brief moment, and maybe we'll do another follow-up, more lengthy. We're not going to have time today, Dr. McGee, on monkeypox. Seems to me that it's basically one type of behavior right now that that this is affecting. But there are, I think, like 5,000 cases in America that we know of. We'll get Dr. McGee to talk about that as well. And, of course, we're going to run out of time. We'll be back as quick as we can with Dr. John McGee. I am respectfully yours.
0: Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5. That is a smart man right there. He knows good advice when he dishes it out. We are with Dr. John McGee. He also knows his stuff. He's our go-to guy On COVID-19, just terrific, terrific man, terrific doctor and uh, wonderful to work with professionally on air as uh, co-hosts together and uh, also um, everything I knew. But then once you experience it yourself, you even have a wider spectrum of observation, everything that I would have expected uh, becoming his patient. Uh, during a very vulnerable time. I mean, you know, I I didn't want to get that. I had worked very hard not to get it, got lucky as well, but um, we're very fortunate to have Dr. McGee in our lives. Uh, The use of an outdated vaccine, Dr. McGee, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me as a layperson for many reasons.
12: Not at all. Um, You know, we we have uh, a very clear precedent with the influenza vaccine, the flu shot. Every year, we have a different strain of flu that we are required to make uh, a different vaccine for. And the flu shot has been very effective over this time, over many, many years. Uh, again, it's it's had its issues from time to time, but over the past 25, 30 years, it's been very effective. Um, so I, my feeling about this new um vaccine, an outdated vaccine, it's inappropriate, actually. And uh, whoever hasn't been vaccinated thus far um, probably has natural immunity anyway. And natural immunity is twice as effective as vaccine immunity. So any way you look at this, it it really doesn't make
6: sense.
1: Yeah, that's as a layperson, that's how I look at it. So it's, it's outstanding to hear you say it Uh, at your experienced level wild card question before we get to the um, where do we go from here because obviously I want to leave at least a few minutes for that what is your feeling about this mRNA technology this messenger thing I mean everything that I was told hey take it it's in your body and it's out of your body within a day never to be seen from again are you a fan uh, an opponent of what are your thoughts about the the uh, the delivery system
12: so i was a scientist before i was a physician i i published 15 scientific papers in, in basic science i worked on an army research project so i'll let you do the math on that but the the reality is that uh this is a brand new technology it's very attractive scientifically but the creator of the technology himself does not endorse these vaccines or these shots as we call them. And so if he doesn't, I can't. And it's kind of that simple. Let me tell you one other thing. I think that it's not always in and out of your body. I think that some people continue making spike protein and the data will show eventually if there's honesty in science that it causes increased clotting, cardiac events, strokes and clots. Uh, In in a small number of people, but a a definitely real number, and I've seen it on multiple occasions.
1: I I think we do have enough evidence that that has happened in a certain number of cases. Probably small when you consider the millions, but hey, if it's you, what what did Reagan say? Uh, A recession is when it's, uh, you know, uh, my next-door neighbor, a depression is when it's me. Um, Where do we go from here, doctor?
12: So I think what, you know, the gifts of this horrible pandemic have been uh, a heightened awareness about a number of basic health issues. So I would hope that there's the pursuit of a national education program, that if you're sick, stay home, get tested, be treated, don't come to work with a new sore throat, a cough, a runny nose, You're going to spread disease. If you must interact with people, wear a mask. Even if the masks are unproven, to my mind, you know, they put up some barrier that will lessen the exposure to transmission. The second thing is close contact. If you're sick, stay out of close contact. Um, The other thing is that, you know, some sort of consequence has to be held to people who, flagrantly walk into places ill you know they should be you know i'm not talking about tracking and and all that stuff but but there has to be a consequence if somebody comes to work sick you know it's just i i think that's a very powerful thing
1: doc i want to hold monkey pox because we can't do that in a minute i want to do one last follow-up if a husband and a wife or, you know, close family members, if you all have COVID-19 at the same time, what is the Dr. John McGee philosophy in terms of do you separately isolate? What do you say relative to that?
12: Keep your distance. Don't sleep in the same room. Um, <clears throat> wear a mask around the house. Um, take the vitamin therapy that everybody should be taking now. Uh 5,000 units of vitamin D3 a day for almost anyone, but if there's a sick person in the house, 10,000 zinc um, and test. Um, I wouldn't test every day. I think testing every day is excessive, but um, I think every three or four days is not unreasonable. If there's somebody in the house
1: that's sick. Dr. McGee, we're out of time, and I'm going to ask you to hold so I can say thank you off the air for your time, your talents, and your expertise. Uh, But thank you for a great visit until we meet again.
12: Thank you, Harry.
1: You're welcome, sir. Dr. John McGee, Mayor Charles Kane, is next. This is the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back. Fourth quarter, Hurley in the Morning begins right now.
0: WPGG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the World's Playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. We'll take it. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank
1: you. Six minutes past the hour from Dr. John McGee to Mayor Charles Kane. Two great hours that you can always count on my gosh my feedback on dr mcgee is is off the charts this is mayor kane's weekly program dedicated to a discussion all about automobile service parts and sales sometimes about civics about local government county state you name it mayor charles kane is the mayor of hamilton township new jersey in atlantic county not to be confused with that other hamilton township uh further down the uh, north uh, word in the state the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane are the official and exclusive automobile, automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley the Morning program and for me, the Harry Hurley family. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane, 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey, 08234-609-646-2447. On the web, the virtual Auto Plaza store is at myautoplaza.com now mayor this is something i knew all morning that i was going to throw right at you yesterday was a very historic day because we have mentioned him on your program i would think maybe a hundred times over the last 15 20 years that we've been together and that is george jetson the jetsons the flying car when years ago i think people thought you and i were crazy When we said, no, no, flying cars are coming one day and even sooner than you think. And "Ha, ha, 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 you guys are talking about flying cars, the Jetsons, ha, ha, ha. Yesterday, now it started in the early 60s, but George Jetson was born on July 31st, 2023. So the Jetsons obviously was set into the future. So by the time George is an adult and working at Spacely Sprockets and all that, add another probably 30 years or whatever, however old he was. I don't know that they ever said how old he was on the show, but I'm going to see he had, you know, his boy Elroy, daughter Judy, you know, Jane, his wife. Dun, 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 dun. Don't get me started. Uh, So I'm going to paint him at around 30-ish, maybe even 35. So add 35 on top of 23, and it's probably like the year 2070 or something so we're now in the year twenty twenty three one day after the birth date of George Jetson and flying cars exist
8: oh amen I have to say a good monday morning mayor i uh, always great to to be here with you and your listeners. I apologize for a little technical difficulty there. Yeah, okay. George Jefferson, uh, George Jetson was uh, 40 years old when the show uh, when he, when the show aired. That's, there you go. That's what his age was. So, there you go. Um, it's, it. I tell you, it, it is it is something you know. Through the years, we've talked about this, and you know, it, it sometimes it sounds like the old tinfoil cap, but um, uh, you know, here we are. I mean, technology has caught up with ideas, and and uh, look at look at what the possibilities are. If you,
1: Mayor, if you live for just say another 20 years, 25 years, which is going to be a lot of folks listening right now, will still be here in twenty twenty five years, would it readily be available to fly as a form of transportation? I don't mean booking a flight on Spirit Air to, to Florida from ACY, um, which I do enjoy. Uh, wish I was doing it sooner rather than later. Uh, but I mean flying a car flying contraption. Is that going to be commonplace?
8: I have to tell you with with the advancements in technology uh, and we know that the airspace is you know still being fought over that these would operate in um, among other things um, i I could see it actually becoming reality uh, this 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 uh, jetson one that that has been created uh, takes literally five minutes to learn with the onboard computers uh, It has a retail price currently of ninety two thousand dollars but sixty thousand of that. Um, is uh, uh, basically uh, uh, a, a added markup um, for delivery now, which the, they're assuming the price is going to come down into the $30,000 range, which is, you know, the... That's uh,
1: half an electric car.
8: Absolutely. So, uh, you know, is there is there space for this? Uh, I think that, you know, uh, it's going to be a novelty in the beginning, but uh, I could see... Um, you know, uh, uh, package companies and stuff of that nature, uh, taking use of it, and then eventually turning into passenger. Uh, so
1: let, let me ask you, as a decades long uh, car dealer, would you be a flyer?
8: Would I fly one of these? Yes. In seconds. I would I would have uh you know uh, no no qualms about it. Uh, I would do it in a heartbeat and uh, you know would love to do it and it's something that I would put on my list to make sure that I do.
1: I am open to it. Uh you know me, I'm a control freak, so you go up there anything can happen, but of course you get in your car anything can happen. So risk uh, adverse to risk is is a relative term. Uh I wonder what the crashes up there would be like. Uh as cars fly down towards, you know, crash down towards the earth because there would have to be accidents, right? I mean, it wouldn't be nirvana up there. We know what happens down here. Uh, it's just a whole new. It's, I don't know about you. My mind can and will go there. I can process sort of like a, a feel for what it would be like. But it's rather extraordinary to think about, isn't it?
8: Well, I mean, mayor, think about this. I mean, if you if you get on a commercial flight and you fly somewhere, mm-hmm. um, how much of that commercial flight from the taxiing to the to the uh, the runway to taking off to flying to landing, do you think is actually done by a human being? That's um, a great point. You know, uh,
1: That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, the, unless there's a problem with the autopilot, it's it's all autopilot, isn't it?
8: And, and that's just that these, you know, if you look at it, and this technology came out years ago, um, you know, to, to consumer use with with some of the new, more expensive drones that came out years ago. Um, you know, it used to be, you know, unfortunately, you pick up you'd pick up one of these these toys at the time, and and you'd go home, and you'd unbox it, and you and you'd uh, you know skip the instructions, grab the remote, and try to get it to take off, and the next thing you know, it crashed within a few seconds, and you were you know suffering uh, from having to have it fixed or repaired or All right, well, do, destroyed.
1: Do me a favor. We're going to go to the first break. When we come back, let's, I mean, we may be far off, but we were the guys talking about flying cars when people thought it was kooky. So let's talk about the next step. If we had the the space that was designated for this type of craft, what would be, how would you know, like, the lanes, um, exactly where you should be, uh, would there be who knows? Would there be some kind of um, traffic lights up there? How, how would traffic flow? Let's try to it, we may be just totally ridiculously way off, but let's do what we've done before. Because when we had our conversation 15, 20 years ago and said we're going to have flying cars and everybody thought it was a ha 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 joke, you know, very funny moment. Y- if you have them, there has to be some semblance of order. You know, where would you take off from? Could you just take off from anywhere? Uh, Do they take off straight up in the air or do you need runway space? Um, Let's figure out, and we might be very, very wrong 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, but we might, who knows? You know, we broken clock is right twice a day. We might hit the, you know, hit the nail on the head on it. So how would it be, how would traffic be enforced would you have police flyers up there? Because they would have to, if you're speeding or you're a reckless flyer, you, you, you get stopped. How do you, how do you get stopped? I guess you have to land. So let's go over a few funny things that seem far-fetched but probably are not with Mayor Kane, I am her in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is the day after a very celebrated day the day after George Jetson's date of birth.
0: If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio
3: 95.5. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Thank you, Sean Hannity. Brian Kilmeade lurking around the corner at 10.06. We'll lead right into his theme show uh, opener, which we've had the privilege to uh, actually listen to in our headset many times and then actually gone on to host the program as a filling guy for Brian. That's coming up right after us. All right. So, Mayor, I threw out, I mean, like a heavy, heavy duty question, because when something simply, I mean, is brand new, doesn't exist. Now, we do have uh, traffic patterns with light aircraft and commercial aircraft and so on. So it's not completely reinventing the wheel at all. But this would certainly at the at the consumer level, this would be moving the the Eisenhower, if you will, highway system up into the sky how do you envision, and, and we'll make this like no idea is a bad idea. We're brainstorming. How do you envision everything from traffic patterns to enforcement? I said to Mayor Kane over the break, would drones be the, the, the traffic lights? I mean, they could easily hover there and, and you could have backups if something happened to one. Uh, how, how do you think this will work or could work?
8: What uh, I tell you, that's a great question because, you know, obviously uh, this is technology that's upon us, and this stuff does have to be figured out uh, because it is reality. And, and, again, if you look, there were many of these already sold, so they're in consumers' hands. So this is something that's it's upon us. We have to figure it out now. And, um, you know, I, I think I remember part of the show where they actually had a traffic cop that was, was flying around around, um, uh, uh with enforcement up there um and if i recall i do recall seeing traffic lights up there i don't know how they would handle it in in real time um but um it it it's it's an exciting prospect and uh, i'm sure somebody's working on it at this point
1: you oh, you would have to be because to have the product although you do know and we all have lived through this for example um vaping those electronic cigar uh, cigarettes I remember the late, great Rich DeFeo came in my studio and showed me this thing. And the flame, the, 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 the thing was flickering like like a fake um, ash burning red. He, but he said, take a look at this thing. And I said, wow. And then there was this big cloud of stuff coming out. So vaping came out before there was any real enforcement or anything. And now look how they've dropped the hammer, uh, especially on Juul and all of that and limiting the numbers of flavors and such. So things do come out. I I was at Sandcastle Stadium and I looked above. This is many, many years ago, Mayor. We're talking like possibly even two decades ago. I look up in the sky and this guy is up there with a parachute thing and there's a motor on it and he's just sitting in like a cage. It, 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 I don't know, even know what that thing was called, some kind of para. A plane or something, so there were people flying in the sky uh, right over. Uh, and I know that was pre September 11th, 2001. Where now airspace is tighter than ever, but people have been flying different contraptions for a number of years, including the one I just mentioned. I saw it.
8: And and you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, we've obviously this has been you know a frontier that people have been trying to tackle. But you know, I think technology has caught up uh, uh, with it. I mean, with with the fact that you can you know you can push a button and it you know you can automatically hover without having to try to figure out by touch or feel what that feels like, and, and, the, and, and the contraption does it for you. And, and this particular Jetson is built with a, a – you're sitting in a roll cage, a personal roll cage for low-speed impacts in case something happens low to the ground, and it also has a um, an emergency shoot for something that would happen at higher altitude. So uh, they, they've pretty much figured out how to cover the basis on it. Um, you know, By it, the
1: way, isn't it great because you and I used Jetson, George Jetson, 20 years before they even created Jetson? I just love that that's the name. It's it's really, it's very fitting. Uh, it's, I mean, I, I don't want to say it like this, but I'm just going to say it. It's also kind of cute that it's called Jetson. It just, it, it really tickles me that that's, that that's what it's called. And I mean, let's face it, it the technology exists. So they're, they, they're not building them not to use them. So what's probably going to happen is it'll start out one way. And as more people catch on, it'll have to tighten and then be more strict and i mean i it, it's going to start somehow some way these these uh cars will be up in the air
8: absolutely and you know look at that's exactly how things started out um you know uh with with automobiles in this country and it's going to be the same thing you know once once there's uh, unfortunately, you're going to learn through, uh, you know, some trial and error. But, um, you know, once there are more on the road and the regulation becomes an issue, uh, you know, listen, we're, we're a resilient country. Uh, we'll figure it out. And, is
1: uh, is Jetson a one-person vehicle or can you have a passenger?
8: No, it's one person at this point. And um, uh, it's just if, if you have a chance and you want to see something fun, go on and Google, uh, Google um, Jetson on YouTube. And and watch the uh, the uh, the the introduction video of it. Uh, it is really an amazing product. And-, and now
1: I'm going to do it, Mayor. Let me ask you this right up front: Does it look safe when you look at that video? Does that look like something that you would jump right in and get right into that and go?
8: Absolutely. Uh, with, without hesitation, I would do it, and and I and I see where you know this is going to be some type of a resort option where you're going to be able to do these, and uh, you know the same as you go ride a set of go karts. I I see the opportunity where um, you know this is going to present itself as a recreational activity.
1: Question on the parachute: Is the parachute to bring the whole car down lightly and safely? It's not. You don't have a parachute that you jump out of the thing, right?
8: you won't know it it is it is for the entire um vehicle
1: see i will tell you i'm i'm really careful like i haven't done skydiving although i know some people very close to me who have uh because again if i don't jump out of the plane then i can't you know have a parachute fail or get tangled up uh, even though it almost never happens it does happen so i've been hesitant to do that although if i knew i could make it which basically you'd be a real unlucky statistic not to make it because you're so skilled and they've got a backup parachute and you've got the tandem jump. I wouldn't be doing it by myself. You know, it'd be very unlikely that anything would happen, but I've, I've hesitated and not done that. As I've mentioned, I've seen the DVDs. They don't tell me until after they do it, but people close to me have done it. And I, I see the DVD so I can take it because I know they made it because they're staring, standing in front of me and I watch the DVD, but the fact that it has a parachute on it, so if the car failed, the flying car contraption failed, you've got a parachute backup. That that's pretty comforting, Mayor.
8: Well, and I think it, when you combine that with the technology, um, you know, if you understand the technology and what it's capable of doing, um, you know, and and the roll cage, I, I think they pretty much in this product uh, they've they've covered all the bases.
1: All right, with the two minute drill that we have before the bottom of the hour break, because Mayor Kane has the next topic. He gave me the uh, Jetsons. I loved, I, loved, I loved having the first topic today. Uh, but we, Mayor Kane has a really cool topic when we come back. We're not even going to tease it. Mayor will set it up when, when we come back. But let me ask you in the two minute drill that we have, and if you take a little more, so what? Take it. Um, how long will it be? The cars exist now; they'll continue to evolve, of course. And what what the first one looks like, who knows? As time goes on, they'll probably get much more, you know, uh, aesthetically, you know, pleasing. Maybe so on and so forth. How long will it be? And no, nobody gets hurt here. If we're right, you know, we're right. Wrong, wrong. How long do you think it will be before this will be not a novelty? Not just a handful of people, but a commonplace occurrence uh,
8: i I would say in in most cases, when you're to this point, you're looking at three to five years. Um, you know I see uh, major applications in military. I see major applications in remote areas. Um, you know, I see that's where it will start first, and then it'll start going mainstream, but you're you're looking at three to five years before you start. Um, seeing it in that capacity and then moving into the mainstream.
1: Since we're moving away from Jetson in the next segment, let me get my last question on uh, Mr. Jetson's contraption. How fast does it go and how far can you travel?
8: Uh, It has a, uh, uh, from what I recall reading, it was a 20-minute flying time um, and you're at speeds uh, of uh, 100-mile-an-hour um, so you can imagine the distance you can travel Wow! and, um, you know,
1: I mean, I, 20, 20 minutes at a hundred miles. And again, you'd be in the air. So it wouldn't be like being on a roadway. You could probably get to Philadelphia in 20 minutes, right?
8: Oh, easily, easily. You can, uh, um, you know, you can almost do that in, in, in a car. And I mean,
1: yeah. Cause if you go from, if you were on the, the, parkway right here at exit 36 down the road from broadcast center and then went that mile or whatever it is well two miles maybe to 38 and they switched a and b so forgive me i forget i guess it's b would be to go to philadelphia you would get there within like 45 minutes unless you hit traffic so if you're going 100 or even say you want to take it easy and go 80 or something up there uh yeah you'd get there in time then what's the deal, though? You'd have to charge its battery.
8: Absolutely yes, you would have to charge. Um, so um, and, and and again, you know, I I see applications where um, this uh, ends up where you could go from. Uh, Just say, uh, you know, one, uh, you know, I could see commercial applications where it would be used as a, uh, you know, where there'd be multiple vehicle ones and you'd use it as a taxi from one property to another. Um, And it would dock instead of docking, leaving from the ground, it would dock from, you know, uh, you know, a higher level floor from one one property to another.
1: Mayor, I'm going to watch the video. I'm I'm going to put it on, I think, during the break even. uh, But. We're going to change topics. I'm not going to come back and talk about that today. So I'll watch it either now or right after the show. Does it take off by lifting off straight up or does it need to run down any does it need any running space? How does it work?
8: A uh, propeller on each uh, – all four corners of the vehicle, um, self-leveling, one-button push, and it hovers at a few feet off the ground, and, and you can take off and, and drive it in any direction you want. So there's – you don't have to um, run it, uh, you know, on the ground to get it to take off. There's no lift time uh, for taking off.
1: So if you had one of them right now, could you just go up and fly, or do you have to f- put a flight plan in? How does that work even now?
8: Well, they're claiming they're claiming currently that you don't need a pilot license for it. Um and uh you know, I don't know what the you the, the, the feds are going to say about that, but currently you don't need a fly uh, a pilot's license for it. Um and um you know, it it's it, there's people flying them because they've already delivered them. So there's, you know, somewhere some somehow somebody's flying these things because they've they've been delivered over the last uh Forty-five days,
1: and and another thing, we we already have drones that deliver packages, but they can be delivery um, services. The key is going to be you're going to need multi um, passengers, though. The, the, you know how if you're going to work by yourself for the day, you got your one person, you know, f- flight car. But you're going to want to be able to take your spouse, you know, somebody else. So the the technology is going to have to get, I think, quickly to the point where. They hold at least two to four people,
8: I agree with that, and I think that's where the you know the um the 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 use of it's really going to come into play again, I see it you imagine that you look at Atlantic City with uh, multiple properties being owned by the same company uh you know, could you see it as a shuttle service between properties without having to deal with the congestion on the ground?
1: It'd be fantastic actually it would change it would be game changing because uh that's why I love monorails and things like that. Anything you can do. Uh, to take that that heat off of off the traffic, which is why, when this multi billion dollar amazing industry started, there should have been a monorail. Uh, you could have parked all across you know the part the uh, the the middle area of the expressway and taken a monorail. It would be so nobody would even think twice about it. You think about it when you're in Disney World. You walk up the, you know, ramps and you get onto a monorail and you move all over the place like that. This would be a fantastic way to ease uh, the um, the density, the the congestion. All right. When we come back, Mayor Kane has, I think it's a really exciting technology concept. So this is um, also going to sound a little futuristic when we come back with Mayor Kane. It is the Auto Plaza at English Creek. Now, imagine when you call six zero nine six four six twenty four forty seven and you want the personal per- procurement program with Mayor Kane. Mayor, I want my flying contraption. I want it in this color. Uh, Mayor, I want these bells and whistles. Uh, I don't need a sunroof uh, or a moonroof, but I might want the pano. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun when uh, Charles Kane the Eighth. Is, is selling the newest flying contraptions. Who knows? Then it'll be like rocket ships. Where You think about it. We went from, horse, from on the feet to horse and buggy to the automobile to... They had... It, it didn't catch on, but I love them, and they're still in Disney World, and they're awesome. Uh, Rick Harrison almost bought one on Pawn Star. Uh, the, the boat cars absolutely just... I love them. I love everything about them, the colors and original colors and all of it. So you had the boat car. Now you have these flying contraptions. I mean, it, it just it doesn't stop. Who, who even knows? Maybe at the last couple of minutes, we'll dream at the end of today's program, what could be next? Because the next it isn't here yet, but we don't stop. Invention, creativity, and reasoning doesn't stop Now just like it didn't stop then what could be mayor what this isn't for now but maybe the last three four minutes of the program what could be a next it thing that currently doesn't exist that could be some future technology i can think of a couple and they're pretty wild actually we'll be back he is mayor kane i am Early in the
0: morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station,
1: WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're back. It's 40 minutes past the hour. Am I keeping that book or are you taking that book? All right, I'm keeping that book. All right, We're working on a project. It's, uh, it's secret still, but you'll hear about it in the near future. I can't even tell you who was just in the studio because then you would know it would it would be too much of a clue if I just the person so recognizable that it would spoil the surprise but we'll um as soon as we we're putting something together I will call it a product and as soon as the product is available you will all be the first to know and I'll, I'll go one step further I guess I should just say it it's it's something that we'll be able to wear it's going to be very enjoyable All right, Mr. Mayor, uh, I had a chance to review the video that you sent me. Uh, Incredibly exciting. Uh, Like you, I love technology. What an incredible advancement this is. Uh, I want to call it fireworks, but it's something different. Uh, Unveil your topic, Mayor.
8: Well, Mayor, I just I want to I want to point out a few things real quick because I, I want to make sure I'm accurate in what I said. Um, I, and just in comparison, um, I enjoy uh, riding a motorcycle uh, on the weekends, and I, it's something I enjoy doing. My bike weighs uh, almost 950 pounds. Um, so when I'm flying, I mean when I'm flying that. Listen to me. When I'm when I'm riding that, I want something that weighs uh, close to 950 pounds the jetson the the vehicle that we're talking about that, that was just released weighs 190 pounds um so it can take a 187 pound pilot that's what it's rated at right now um and fly them for 15 minutes in speeds excess of 63 uh, miles per hour so uh, i apologize i think i said 100 mile an hour earlier um it's 100 uh, uh, kilometers uh, i'm sorry yeah the, the, it's uh, but it's 63 miles per hour um, is the recommended flight, and it'll stay in the air for 15 minutes. And it has a one-hour full charge time on a 220-volt outlet. So, um, you know, it's – so you could get somewhere, and in 20 minutes, uh, you'd be able – so think about that. I mean, you'd be able to fly across the country in, in short order. Wow.
1: And then down the road – and we'll go to the other topic in just a moment, but I appreciate the um, the additional information – down the road obviously you'll be able to fly for an extended period of time just like the batteries have gotten better in the electronic cars uh they'll get better in these contraptions too because 15 minutes before having to charge again is rather restrictive
8: Absolutely. Well, I mean, and again, though, if you if you do the math on it, um, you know if you're if you're in Philadelphia in, in ten minutes, um, you know you're spending ten minutes uh, docking or, or landing. I mean, it's it's uh, you know th- that's that's pretty quick.
1: That is true. It's all relative. Yeah, that that's very very true because you're thinking you're thinking about driving time versus flying time. So fifteen minutes flying time uh, is substantially quicker than what you could achieve. I mean, if you drove without, like, had another person or if you're one of those people, I don't recommend it, that that will drive for 24 hours, you could drive from here to Florida in under a day. You fly on a Spirit Airbus uh, in under two hours. So it's pretty amazing when you think about it.
8: Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, mayor. Um, I, I mean, it's a great topic, and uh, I look forward to the end of the show when we to discuss a few things, but uh, the next topic that we were going to talk about is, uh, you know, and it's, it's kind of on the same vein, and I think if you if you start looking at what the capabilities are, and you, and you look at the, the, the perfection of uh, drones in, in the theaters of war over the last, uh, you know, uh, decade and a half, I mean, it, you know, think about it, they've been able to perfect this technology, uh, you know, it's saving uh, so many hum- human lives, I mean, how many unmanned flights from you know a drone the size of a 50 cent piece to a drone the size of a you know a B52 are flying at any given time and, and remotely uh, you know from you know you have drones that are in the uh, Pacific region and the Asian that, that are flying uh, and being controlled from Idaho uh, so i mean think about that i mean that that's an exciting prospect and one of the things that uh, is new on the horizon that we've we've seen just recently is Uh, drones replacing fireworks in a lot of areas. Our good friend uh, Captain Helm uh, sent me a video uh, when he stopped in, shared a video with me of uh, a show that he visited where um, they're using drones to replace fireworks. So they have hundreds of mini drones that actually will um, shoot off kind of like fireworks and, and do are in the air as opposed to having to light a fuse, having something fall back to the ground, potentially causing fires or injury. Uh, they do it all with drones now, and it's it's a pretty ma- a pretty amazing technology.
1: I saw the video; it's absolutely beautiful, and I think it's the present and the future because the 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 powerful concussion bombs. Because you think about these big firework shows, and I know a lot of them are computer generated now, so they just hit a button, and people aren't right on top of the, um, the 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 tubes like they used to be, loading them and and this kind of thing. They're all loaded, and it's all you know choreographed to music and these different things. But people do get blown up. People do lose fingers, hands, uh, and and have all kinds of issues that can happen. This is safe. It is spectacular. Seems to me, I, I guess, with if you had enough of the um, the heavy fireworks, you could make anything possible. But in wind, they sometimes don't look right and don't go as high. A drone is where it is, regardless of what's going on. The technology, I think, this is going to be the way that fireworks displays. When you, if you think about it, if you've been to Disney World, for example, they do have several areas where. It looks like fireworks, but it's electronic. So this, to me, I think, I don't know if it's going to put the, the traditional fireworks type companies out of business or completely out of business, but the technology, it's a really good way to go. I think it's fantastic.
8: Well, I agree. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, there is uh, the safety aspect of it. Um, and then, of course, the environmental aspect of it. Um, you know, there's there's no waste product uh, falling back to the earth and uh, nothing going into the atmosphere. Um, you know, these things go up. They're pre-programmed uh, by computer. They fly in formation. They, they you know, they do the show. And then they, they hit a button and they all yep. go park in their uh, respective places. And, and they go on to the next one.
1: Yeah, Mayor, we've got to get the final break in. The time is yours when we come back. Uh, I know you have more. And I'll say this as we go into the break. They also start fires. Dry conditions. They go, they've gone on top of rooftops, caused fires, and in other areas where um, that wouldn't happen if you were using the uh, LED electronic type drone situation. With Mayor Kane at forty-eight minutes, yes, it's it's happened again, Mr. Mayor. You've done it again. You're very interesting, and this is what happens. The fastest, I think, hour and six minutes in radio. 48 minutes past the hour with Mayor Kane, I am. Early in
0: the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station.
13: Hi, Larry Elder here. I never really thought much about how aches and pains can reduce a person's quality of life until pain started keeping me from living my best life. Just a few years ago, using the stairs was difficult because of the back pain. Then I found Relief Factor, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains. Within a week, I was on my way back to being pain-free. Now, I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every single day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and the other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better. Move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than a half a million others. Get started today with your three-week quick start for only $19.95. About 70% go on to order more because it works for them. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. relieffactor.com.
3: Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio
1: 95.5. Thank you. Great one. Uh, Mayor, before we shift gears to whatever we're going to close with, which we said we were going to close with some futuristic type fun. And uh, my my mind's just scrambling on that. So I'm probably just going to pick one of a couple things that that are going through my head about things that could be coming in the future. Paul Rotella, the president of the New Jersey Broadcasters Association. I'm well aware he's on the ultra board. That's ULTRA. They're actually helping to write the rules that govern drones and so on. Paul and I have talked about drones before. Uh, so he's going to get a hold of some folks and we'll do a future program. And, and Mayor, I'm, I'm willing to do it on a, an hour that's not your time. However you want to do it, we do it on your show, on other hours of this show. However, we'll do it. We'll do it together. But I told Paul, absolutely, let's let's do that. And uh, Paul sends his regards, Mr. Mayor.
8: Uh, Great man, and I appreciate that. I know he's always listening and always contributing, and and, uh, I appreciate that. So thank you.
1: Let me throw out two wild concepts. When I said I was going to go futuristic and wild, so if you've ever seen the movie The Fly, you remember they had those teleportation pods, and they could actually take a person, scramble them, send them through, I don't know what you want to call it, some kind of uh, teleportation, you know, path, and boom, they pop up in another location. There's another thought that people that study space and they, they study the curvature of, you know, the atmosphere and all these things, they believe that there will be travel through what are called either wormholes or black holes. Now, I know... There are people listening like, whoa, like they're on psychedelic mushrooms. What's going on? Where where's this show going right now? But then again, flying cars sounded absolutely insane, too, you know, until it wasn't. Do you see either of those? And again, Star Trek would be proven right once again. So many things about Star Trek have proven out to be true. It's wild, actually. Do you ever see a time where there is this level of transportation, either teleportation or the ability to travel through in a vehicle, maybe spaceship through a wormhole and you pop out and you've gone such an incredible distance in just a few seconds. I know it sounds crazy. Does it sound crazy to you? to
8: you. Well first of all let, let's just go back let's go you you are absolutely right and for for fans of the show that have been with us for these years you know it was probably 15 16 years ago when we we did a show on on um you know, uh, uh, the future of, of, of cars and what would happen. Uh, and again, it sounded like, you know, we had tinfoil caps on at that time. And I know we used that analogy because that's what it sounded like. And I, and I know that people were thinking, said, okay, what are these guys drinking? Um, I will tell you, I wrote down one thing for the final, uh, segment of the show. And that was time travel. There you go. Um, I believe, and and, and I don't know that, I was watching uh, over the weekend, spare spare time. Um, I watched the um, invention of um, radio. I watched the invention of, American Built has a great series that I love to watch. And it was the invention of the radio and the invention of uh, the television. And, you know, scrambling signals from one end, uh, you know, at the end of a a glass, uh, you know, a, a camera and or a tube, and then reconfiguring it, after it went through the airways on the other side, and and I see time travel being the same way. I don't see it physically, you know, uh, dissecting your body and transforming you. What I do see the the potential being is sending your hologram to that other location where you could participate um, in in a situation where you're there in a in a in a, in a you know in a form of being, uh, but not physically there. Well,
1: Mayor, here's here's one for you. Don Hurley, uh, I wish I had it in front of me. Don, if you're listening, text, text me the, um, the item that you posted. Don posted something at the time of the Webb Telescope, these images that we've never seen before, that if it kept going that, and you, you hit the curvature a certain way and you were at a certain distance, that you could see the beginning of time. In other words, like the Big Bang Theory. I, I absolutely believe, and I know it's, it, it sounds crazy to some people, uh, the experts that study this say that time travel is possible. Not only possible, they, they say that time travel is doable.
8: Well, see, and that's and 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 again, that's where you kind of lose me um you know uh when you start talking about when we talk about the the area that my expertise is in I trust the technology I believe in, it, and I know what you know what my mind's capacity of the limits of that technology or are, I'm sure there's much more, uh, you know, that the, the, technology can do. So in this situation too, I mean, I, 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 I can't embrace it because I don't understand the technology behind it.
1: All right. Well, let me, let me share with you because it, it is, it is very complicated and it's the kind of stuff you have to reread a couple of times. For instance, they talk about that you really can't go back and, Go make sure that Hitler, you know, is drowned when he's born, so Hitler doesn't live, or stop the Kennedy assassination or Lincoln's assassination, but that you can go back. They say that you can't change what's happened, but you could go back and observe it.
8: That's just mind blowing. I know I mean, that is just.
1: To me too. Oof. Yeah, I, and I'm not totally bought in. Uh, it. My head wants to sort of combust because I can't process when something sounds illogical like that. It's very hard to process it. But according to Don and according to these experts, uh, the technology of the web telescope or whatever it's being called, we would have the ability to see the beginning of planet Earth.
8: Yeah, see that's that's just a uh, again it's a, it's a real stretch for me to I believe, you know, I th- there's so much technology that we're, you know, unaware of. You know, to me knowing that, you know, I get in my car, and I hit the gas pedal that, you know, it's going through the airwaves, there's a sensor that that attaches that gas pedal to uh the fuel system and the electronic system and and when I hit it, uh you know, electronically it tells to, to do something, you know, to well, add what, your... But think about
1: this, Mayor. What if you told somebody back in 1776, I'm just picking a year. This could have been much later than that. It could have been earlier than that. 1776, you told them that uh, in this era, we would have a tiny little metal plastic contraption. And we would be able to talk to anyone anywhere on the planet and see them. On a video screen, which they wouldn't even know what to call it. So you'd, you'd probably awkwardly say you'd be able to see them and hear them and talk to them in real time. How crazy would that sound? They pro- honestly, there would be a time in history where you'd be put like in the Salem witch. Uh, you'd be burned at the, at, at the stake.
8: I agree. I, I, I think I, I know I've mentioned on the show several times over the years. Uh, in 1986, I attended a, uh, a, a GM. It was called GM Project 2000. And what they did was they invited a lot of dealerships and dealer employees in their network. And they they basically uh, had a traveling road show that that, that told the dealers what... The future was going to look like and they stood on a stage now you got to think this is 1986 they stood on a stage and they and they talked about how uh you wouldn't need a phone in your house anymore that you'd be able to walk down the street and each person would have their own personal phone number mm-hmm. um if you could have seen the people in that room i mean it was it, this was the jetsons
1: it was right. like how is that going to work how does that what are you talking about nice nice uh, gambit but that can't happen so that's why Mayor, I don't discount many things anymore. There's things we just don't know. For example, let me go to the second part. We talked about teleportation, and that's mind-boggling to me that you could, you could reassemble, take apart take and reassemble and travel like that. Very hard to, to imagine that it could perfectly be done and that you wouldn't just be a blob of, you know, of, of flesh or whatever tissue. What about this one? What about traveling in a spacecraft, going through a wormhole or black hole, whatever you want to call them, and traveling incredible distances? I'm talking light year distances. What about that?
8: Well, I believe that that probably does exist. Um this person, not on experience, I can tell you that right now. Um see, I mean that, that that's just something that I I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do. Um, you know, I uh, got to be honest with you. You might tell me it can work, you might prove to me it can work, but you're not getting me in it. Uh, my my um uh, you know, my adventurism uh, cuz
1: so- that would make me feel like it's a one-way trip. <laughs>
8: <laughs> exactly right. But listen, I watched the I watched the uh, uh, the the lunar landing um, and and how they uh, you know uh, when they got back into the uh, module uh, they knocked the uh, start button off the circuit breaker off with a box of rocks and almost got stuck on the moon.
1: Yeah, they had it. They used a pen spring of the pen and created a button. Did you yes. know that?
8: Yep. So. I did. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he still has that. He still has that pen in a safe deposit box.
1: I mean, it's just amazing ingenuity. I mean, imagine getting stuck like that. And, and if they couldn't have gotten that to lift, they would have died. They would have suffocated when the oxygen ran out. I mean, just incredible what that came down to. Final minute of the program. Mr. Mayor, closing comment is yours.
8: Well, Mayor, I, I did I, – I, you know, it's funny how this show takes on a, a, on a life of its own. I, I planned on coming on today and talking about nothing but chips. We'll bring that uh, – we'll use that as a topic of next week's uh, show. Um, there is easing of, of, of the market, um, and it appears that uh, the uh, turnaround could be accelerated a lot quicker. And, uh, you know, it's a byproduct of the inflation – I mean, uh, of inflation.
1: Mayor, is the future also going to be that we will be making them here at home?
8: Well, that, that's that's obviously with a fifty billion dollar package. That's what the goal is. So, um, Mayor, I, I, I enjoyed this show. was was really fun. Uh, I know that uh, we're going to take some heat over it with some people thinking that we may be a little uh, off our rocker here this morning. Uh, but um, you know what? I'm willing to take it. I, 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 I. Well,
1: we we've been there before. It's here to stay. We've been there before. And, uh, exactly. And if you
8: think about it, there's been millions and millions of man hours. Uh, Our military, you know, has has drones all over the world. Yeah. Um, You know, thousands of them in the sky at any time. So the the technology has really been perfected. And listen, the last time you got on a plane, we talked about this, the the amount of time the pilot actually has control of it is insignificant. Um, You know, some of them land, fly and and, uh, take off uh, all by computer. So, um, you know, this is
1: it's kill me time. So let me please